You're now listening to Comfort Zone. Stay inside. It's vapor. You should try it. The Premier Vapor Wave Podcast. Uh, I lost my train of thought on that. <laughs> but yeah, it was, I always wonder stuff like that too, especially when. Vito, when you were going through that stuff with DMT where you would get a, like a thousand downloads for no reason. Ugh. And I was wondering, it made me start to wonder if... Did that ever happen to you? Um, some seem suspicious, but I just don't think too much into it because I'm happy that potentially people heard it. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> we'll get, there are certain albums that'll get like huge spikes and I can definitely tell why. Like there'll be a piece of press or it'll be posted on a message board or something. Mm-hmm. And then there are other ones like the other day, like a record was downloaded like 72 times and it was mm. just a random, random record. And I was like, that's kind of odd, but I'll take it. Yeah, that you happens know? sometimes to me too. It's very strange, but I mean, I don't really mind it when it's like 60, 70 times. Like, I mean, it sucks, but like you should have always have at least enough download credits to where that isn't going to break anything. But like I've when sometimes when it happens where I think the biggest I ever had was 2300 or something. Jesus. It, they pretty much ate up what I had. Like it yeah. was, and I felt like I had enough to where it's like I didn't even have to worry. So now I always have like 3000 in it. Like, oh, just man. And Ever I, like, since I we feel got... like I could easily do that if they could do 2,300, why not 3,000 if it's some exploit, you know? Uh, it's very obnoxious. Yeah. Bandcamp insists that it's a glitch, but I don't know. They always return it to me. They never, like, penalize me for it. And th- sometimes they've given me extra download credits, so it's like, That's cool. you know. Oh, cool. They've the, been cool about the, it. There's, like, it's an interesting, like, uh, interesting way to look at it, because it's like, I don't... If you run out of download credits, like... I don't think it's really like the artists should be like, oh, I'm going to buy more for people to get this for free. It's like you're investing I your know. own money so people can get it for free. Well, I'm the worst like, part the worst part about it is that model. if... <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the problem is, I mean, someone like me who has everything up for free, one, the reason that DMT Rec is all $1 is because they just don't let you put name your own price when you do the mass price change. Yeah, I know. It's so dumb. It lets you do $1 the lowest, even though name your own price is... You have to go individually, one by one. So that's why DMT Rec, I gave up on doing it because I had to shift it back like three individual times. And it was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy a mega upload and put it there and people can see the sidebar. <laughs> I'm sure which gives way less exposure than if you know it was still up for free on Bandcamp, but... You know. I always wonder about that because I always wanted. I probably said this last time. I always wanted to do that too, just like mm-hmm. put everything on another server and then not have to worry about it. But I feel like no one would get them then. Yeah, exactly. But and you don't hard. get any stats. Mega, uh, yeah, Mega hasn't given me anything, true. and it doesn't even tell me like if anyone's downloaded or how much oh, really? data people have downloaded. It's just like nah, no, no info. And charge, oh, wow. charging for vaporwave can get a little weird. See that was something. Someone emailed me and said that they were only they only used their phone, but they wanted Atlantis releases on their um, what's it called on Bandcamp where you have like your collection. 
Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. But they wanted those records there, and they're like, I can't listen to anything or do anything because I only use my phone. Oh, like they would buy them, and then you can listen to them on your phone. Exactly. And I was, like, hesitant because I was, I was like, well, now I crossed the barrier of, like, forcing someone to pay for it. But mm-hmm. I think, like, um, and he, like, offered, the guy said, I think at the time we had, like, 140 releases out. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I think like 280 is a fair price. So it's like $2 per album. And I was like, I would never accept $280 for anything. <laughs> uh, so like I was thinking recently, like I should con- connect back with the guy and just put everything at a dollar or 50 cents, let him get the download and then put, put it back. back in a- yeah, that'd be, that'd <laughs> the, be guy, so- the poor guy wants to hear the stuff and I don't want to like hold it from him if he's actually that interested to reach out. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Somebody once tried to give the DMT rec like two hundred dollars when we and Waterfront were in. We were we tried to like contact him. He's like, No, it's fine. We were like, Are you sure you can give us like five? That'd be more than like what ninety percent of people give us, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was like, No, it's fine, dude. Like I really hope that that guy liked it, because if he didn't, I feel so bad. That yeah. Two hundred dollars for, you know, stuff that I feel like has to be free or I'd feel really yeah. not right doing it. Exactly. Which obviously you get. You don't even mostly do name your own price as much as you do free download. Free, just straight default, up, yeah. Which I kind of want to do, but a lot of artists like really want it to be name your own price. That at least have told me just because of the whole in people's collections thing and like mm-hmm. the exposure. Which I guess I understand, but I do wish I just had it all as free download, just for the sake of not even having that little that little bit of people complaining that there's money being made, even though. The bit of money that is made is completely understandable, and it's 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 such a small amount. It's not like we're in this for for money. Yeah, right. There's but, nobody here. I'm sure there are some people, but I think that's more <laughs> the people that gravitate towards physical cassette labels mm-hmm. more than the digital ones. There's really not money in digital labels. I don't feel like mm-hmm. it's no. It's, they have to make way more. It's nice mm-hmm. to make money off it, um, but man, I don't know sampling. It's just I don't know if I if anyone feels good about it. Like I, it's you know, like I would, I would love when I love when people pay for it, mm-hmm. but it's like, if they don't, I'm like, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I didn't buy these, which is kind of hypocritical because right now I think everything in my Bandcamp is a dollar, like mm-hmm. it's not free, um, and I, reg- I don't like that it is, but I ran out of yeah. credits and I was like, I don't really have a lot of money, so I'm not gonna like pay. I'm not gonna put the free credits back. Just yeah, I but, know what you mean. And like everything on there is kind of old, so mm-hmm. like if I ever do a new release, I'm definitely gonna make it free. But right now okay. it's just kind of all like the classics right now, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. all a dollar. And you can like and I mean people buy them, and I'm appreciative, but I feel bad, like really bad, like uh. Well, the big thing is is that um, when they're free, you get nothing on the charts. Yes, like on Bandcamp charts, and like not that that's necessarily a goal, but like we'll release something, and like that's the way that I get a lot of stuff is by going through tags, and um, you know, like I lost my train of thought again. I like, (laughs) yeah, if 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 it's not showing up there just because of that, that kind of sucks sometimes because I've definitely seen stuff that we've released just not get on there at all, and I know that that's probably why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish it wasn't based on sales. Instead, it should be based on download amounts. I think I feel. so too. Maybe they think it's too easy to game, though. Like people Maybe, that going yeah. in 
and just buying download credits to hit the download button themselves because then they can go up. But like, I don't know. I still I could think there should at least be a way to filter it and be like top by sales versus top by downloads. Just yeah, for the sake definitely. That a lot of genres of music, not just vaporwave, but there's a lot of like, I mean, like punk rock and emo music that like the bands just release completely for free, even though they're making completely original songs with instruments. Like a lot of those bands release for free, and a lot of those scenes have trouble getting like having like charts and whatnot because of how much free listeners there are versus people that pay so it's just it it would be helpful if Bandcamp could do more for the people that aren't trying to make money for them you know i think that's trying to only make voluntary money for them which is which is kind of a oxymoron because it's a storefront and you're like (laughs) how come they don't help me and they're like well you don't make us money and they're like oh (laughs) i lost a job once for that reason you oh, lost shit. the job because you didn't make money or because you're on Bandcamp? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> that would be terrible. I'd be like, well, fuck you guys. No, I, uh, I, when I was working in radio, um, I got into sales. And I would go and like make friends with people and their dogs and then like make no deals. <laughs> Wait, that's oddly specific. It's making dog deals. Yeah, I'd meet all these great people and I'd come back and tell everyone about how great these people are. And then like the day that they let me go, this is like five years ago. The day they let me go, he's like, we're literally paying you more than you're bringing into the company. And you're just driving around making friends. <laughs> and I was like, well, I, that's what I'm doing. And yeah, I'm not there anymore. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I met a lot of good dogs, though. That's got yeah, to gotta... mean something. It wow. meant something to me. I can still remember some of those people, you know what I mean? Just good conversations. But yeah, that... Um, I think that's probably why they don't, is that it'll encourage people to make more. And obviously, they're not thinking of the precedent that some people might be working with, stuff that they really don't want to charge for. Mm-hmm. But then if you had like a download, like top by download option, uh, like for us, 2814 would be a good example. It would be way, way up probably. Mm-hmm. But because you don't buy, you never, ever see it on the top chart, like on the best charts or best selling or whatever it is. Because it's free, and that one's specifically free. I always ask the artists what they prefer, because I really don't care. Mm-hmm. And at this point, now that we have this three thousand or five thousand download thing that they offer, um, I love that. I, we're not hurting at all. Yeah, that option's amazing. That just mm-hmm. I I can't imagine anyone eating up five thousand download credits. And if that happened, I feel like it would be clear enough that it isn't a glitch. You know, that's mm-hmm. so much. I think we've done. I think I've bought them three times. Mm. Well, I've but, done it twice now. There you go. Yeah, it goes. Nice. It, it, it takes time. time. It's just kind of nice because um, then you really don't have to worry about it for a while. Yeah, you just. I just imagine like five thousand copies of the album like going to different people's computers. Like, all right, they're they're t- accounted for. I don't have to worry about it for five thousand people's worth. Hopefully, you know. I mean, obviously, some people will probably go through and. Just download like one song at a time, which I can't stand. I usually I just turn that off. Yeah, I I did for most of them, but every now and then I guess I forget because I'll go look at the stats and I'll see someone downloading like eight songs off of a twelve-track album. Like, Damn it! <laughs> do the one. Like, come on. That's so lame. That's I so hate lame. So much, but I'm glad that they like them. I guess, but it's like, come on. Why do you do that? Get the whole experience too. That's my reasoning behind it. It's like, it's we're putting out an album. If we were putting out singles, we'd put out singles. And you know, if it's free, like, what's it gonna hurt you to have the extra four songs? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, then they, they have to click it like eight times. That's so I know. That's what the thing that's pretty counterintuitive. You'd think that they wouldn't want to do that because if they just click it once, it's easier for them too. But <laughs> some fucking people just mm-hmm. want to do it their way. It's weird. I well, think our only. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, you might as well. <laughs> I have been recording this whole time. I was uh, going to ask uh, if we even started yet. <laughs> I was going to say, we've been in this call for a while. Yeah. No, no, it's... yeah. That's the way we do it. I'll probably... <laughs> That's the way we do it here. Um, well, this is 3D Cast. Um, we're here finally with Scott Michael of Aelanthus. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Woo! Hey, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, due to us scheduling shite, we didn't do it last week, but we're here finally, and we're also here with Vito. Yo yo, the man in charge, and of course Samir. Hello, and of course me. Hello. Um, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> fancy deluxe and Sterling or Lost Angles and Carta. Sorry, I don't know what name to use. Sometimes, um, they might be popping in later, but we'll we'll see. Um, but I didn't even want to interrupt. I felt bad interrupting because now I just want, let's just I just want to keep going. It's a good tone. Now we know we're now, now we, know. we know we're all on the same page and we're on the same show. Yeah. Just like I didn't even want to talk. I was like, just keep going. I don't even care. I'm just recording it at this point. These are the conversations I think we all have in our heads and and uh, don't get to discuss very often. Yeah, I constantly um, have yeah. Vito's voice in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the last time I did this when I like checked out. It was so weird because I was I got then you like at the beginning of this call I said, oh this is weird. I forgot what this was like. And then afterwards. I was I got so used to hearing so many voices at once that it's kind of like weird to stop. <laughs> That's super good. But I mean, like, don't you it's like, like a different you... reality? Like, you know what I mean? Four oh, of us yeah. all talk at once. Don't you like teach though? Aren't you used to like a lot of people like coming at you? Yeah, four would be nice. I'm used to like fifteen at a time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and they're all like an inch from my face in real life. <laughs> <laughs> children get so close to you I'm, I'm always like you gotta give me a little space around my body man I can't even see what you're showing me well, you gotta leave me alone right now I'm buying download <laughs> credits yeah what are you doing you should be downloading <laughs> five what's paperweight <laughs> those are those big hits somebody in a classroom is like everybody download all the albums on DMT <laughs> track by track though. track by track <laughs> Just blow through its downloads. <laughs> I actually gave a presentation fuck. on Atlantis time. Did you? To a bunch of seventh graders. Yeah. Two seventh graders? It was, like, it was like 20 seventh graders. Oh. Yeah, it was for like, um, it was for this like business class that I was sitting in on with some kids and um, we were talking about entrepreneurship and like non-traditional business models. And I don't even know if all this is a business model. Or even entrepreneurship, but I used it as an excuse to uh, <laughs> put them all off about what all is going on here. And they seemed like really interested about it. I never, I don't, I never followed up to see if anyone like got into it. There was one kid that really. <laughs> you come back and everybody's like just t- like just torn apart. And they're like, "You did this. <laughs> you got us into vaporwave." <laughs> yeah. But I think. Yeah, they were just stoked to see that people can do stuff like outside of their neighborhood <laughs> and not be like a big job or some thing that they have to spend years preparing for, but just something they can do with friends and then also make it become something. Very, it's it's the most fun thing to do. 
I made it really like uh, uh, into a really, how did I make it? It was like, um, it was just all about like collaborating and like the new potentials of collaboration and how you can do this with pretty much any product, if you will. Um, but this just happens to be the thing that we do. And it'd be funny if you're just kind of like, and then we had a 2814 on there and they're like, who? And you're like, how do you not know 2814? Come on, guys. <laughs> there was one kid that did know it. What? Do that and wow. Mac Plus. Those were the two he knew. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> was like, cool, man. Rat on, dude. Do... Yeah. Because know... he like came up afterwards. He's like, I didn't know you put up 2814. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's he like, invite him on the cast. <laughs> I, I, I'll wait a few years. <laughs> yeah. I don't want him to come on here and show us all up. Right. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine? I guess. Imagine being around. that young and being into Vaporwave. Yeah. That would... Some of these people on Twitter and stuff, like, they're in high school. They're like 16. And I'm like, man, if I knew what this was in high school, I don't know if I could handle it. <laughs> no, I don't think I would have cared for it. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Same. I liked, like, really aggressive stuff back then. And I liked punk music and old stuff and... I think I would have totally thought that this was ridiculous. I know, I know you're not really on Twitter, but um, I'm, I feel like a lot of the relationships and like, like I don't know, drama or whatever you want to call it, might would just really get to me. I mean, it still kind of does. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah but, we didn't really have much internet like this when I was that age. We, I, yeah. I mean, the internet was around, but um, like my closest thing to all of this was a message board, and it was all local people. Or regional people, and it was all like based around our shows. So there was a lot of drama in that, naturally. But yeah. um, it wasn't like this, like worldwide. It was just like everyone was from a the few World War people. drama. <laughs> I think a that's lot of people. What it is? A lot of people are always like, "Oh, vaporwave sucks." There's so much drama, and I'm like, eh, "That's every scene." Oh yeah, of course. Every scene. There was we had drama in our little punk. Hardcore yeah. scene. I, I, mean? I just went to a show that was like a house party at like this cool house. They like tricked out their house to be like a like a venue. Um, super oh, cool. cool. And it was free. It was nuts. Um, but even that scene, like, I'll talk to three different groups of people and they'll all hate each other. Right, because <laughs> it all boils down to like their social relationships too. Because then yeah. it's like, oh, well, so and so is going to be here, and we're broke up now. So yeah, and who are you going to hang out with? And who am I going to? And when you combine like regular relationships with like creative, then all of a sudden you're like, I don't like that person, and now I don't even want to listen to their music. And then people right. are like, no, I like their music. I'm like, do you know the person? And they're like, no, but now I hate you because you hate the music that I like. And then it's like, ah! <laughs> so, it's inevitable. I will say, though, that that message board we had back then, it was called Vocal Youth. It was fun. It was really cool. <laughs> I mean, like, it was just, I, I wish, I said to someone recently, I wish there was, like, an old traditional style message board for us that we could discuss things there could be like a public chat a private chat or a public board a private board and then have a database of everything coming out chronologically yeah, it'd be tough it would be really tough and i'm not gonna spearhead that project but <laughs> if anyone's listening and wants to make a message board for you know closest message always a lot man a favorite like, i mean that? oh yeah go ahead vito 
I really didn't have anything to say. Go on. You said you missed message boards a lot. <laughs> I just missed message boards. I was probably going to ramble about it, but Go you, ahead. you had something, I'm sure. No, God, no. <laughs> I was no. just going to say, I, I just, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Something about the layout of a message board just feels really, I don't know, I just miss it. Like, a lot of websites take their message boards down. Like, IMDB just got, nuked their message boards a couple months ago. I don't know if you guys knew that. I didn't know they had one. Yeah, same. <laughs> Well, it was weird because every single, every single page, like a movie or TV show or even an actor, every one of them had a message board for that particular thing. So, like, there was like a gigantic network of just conversation that they just kind of like uninstalled, and like now there's none. It just kind of sucks. Like a lot of websites, like they take out even like the archive of their um, of their message board. So it's like you can't even like see old shit anymore. Like like um, I started on GameFAQs. Yeah, same. Holy shit. Yes. 2003 had the internet i was like oh my god fuck this i've never spoken to anyone online before because i was like i mean there was like a lot of it was probably not the right word but there was a lot of like anti-talking to strangers propaganda in elementary school when the internet was new so i I was like Mm. afraid to make an account anywhere and i finally did it on game facts it was just like the most fun i ever had i mean like trading turn i don't know if you ever like traded turnips on animal crossing Dude, my f- very first place I went was the Animal Crossing game exactly. message board. Whoa. That was where first place. I my first username was Analand, which is still what my YouTube name is, even oh. for DMT TV, because it was what my um Animal Crossing town was. Animal oh, Land. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that no, what it is? Clever, Animal Land. Right? Analand. So many people named their towns Analand too. I ended up seeing like I was a super <laughs> unoriginal name. And it was like my first RYM name and everything. Like I was like my, it's like my thing on every old, like my old Gmail and everything. Like it's like, God damn it, Analand. All based off of yeah, Animal that was Crossing. Where I started. Animal Crossing message board. That was how I started on on the internet. I was into that, but I got way more involved when it was on DS with the Wi-Fi, so you could like trade and like go to everyone's I town. That, over. Not that shit. I, I wanted it. I I missed it. I only got to play the first one. Both good. Both. The girl good. Animal Crossing last summer, <laughs> and uh, it was fun. I made a little garden. I, I planted so many flowers. Yeah, it's That's super all fun. I did for like hours. I just planted flowers. It, it's I don't I couldn't. It's hard to explain to people who like people are like I don't want to play it. And I'm like you know what? Fair enough. Because I like <laughs> why like I look at it and go why do I want to play this? But well, I Animal do. Crossing- I put hours in. Animal Crossing was like the proto Facebook. Like you, it was like something you checked every day, like, and you yeah. couldn't do it all day. You could only do it for a little bit. I mean, maybe not Facebook, but like back when MySpace was a thing, like you could only be on it for so long because then you're out of new shit to look at. Like it was kind of like that. And I liked how like you'd wake up and be like, "Oh shit, I didn't play Animal Crossing today." And then you'd like go to the junkyard, be like, "Oh fuck, furniture." And then like there'd just be like st- new stuff that spawns every day. Like I like games that do that that are in yeah. real time. Not many games like have gone with that. I don't. At least none that I'm really aware of. Seaman. Seaman. <laughs> oh my god! It died Lord. when we went back to school. That was like my brother and I grew him up over <laughs> like a, <laughs> we grew up this fish over like Easter vacation or something. Was it? And, uh, and was that? Dream? Then we went back to work, back to school, and it was dead when we came back, or whatever happens when it doesn't live anymore. And uh, we—that was it. We never played it again. Did you play like? like I mean, did it ever come out for anything but Dreamcast? I think it was just Dreamcast. Yeah. Do you have the mic and everything? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think it had like a yellow ball on the end. Yep. Was Leonard Nimoy in that? 
Yeah, I, I didn't get that far. The thing died. It never, <laughs> it never spoke because it died. Can you? Te- oh, that thing is, is incredibly creepy, but so it new. Reminds world. me of the Sea People episode of South Park for some reason. <laughs> um, MJ Lincoln put out a shirt, a shirt back in like 2012. He had this. Um, what's that website where you can just put pictures on the shirts and then sell them Dazzle? for like forty-five dollars? Redbubble. Forty-five dollars. He had one where it was just like a. It wasn't a pocket tee, but it looked like a pocket tee, and the pocket was just the sea man's face. <laughs> and I wanted it so bad, but I couldn't justify spending that much on like a Hanes T-shirt. Yeah. So I never got it, but boy, that was the coolest shirt. They had the balls in naming that game. Seaman, I know. Seaman. Sea, yeah, is, right? it, is it it Seaman or was it Seamen? It, it was Seaman. Seaman, like man. See, why man would they? Why would I just couldn't imagine anybody doing that today? Like, we're this is a serious game. Um, we're gonna call it Penus, but but with a U. <laughs> Penus. Like, <laughs> we'll get That's Leonard nice. Nimoy for it. And it didn't even click to us because we were young, you know. And uh-huh. we were just like, oh, it's a sea man. <laughs> He's yeah, a man in the sea. Didn't think twice about it, yeah. Oh, it's... <laughs> what a... I never had it. I did have a Dreamcast. I definitely was aware of that game. But I never had it, you know. Right. I was here with the had... Chow Garden. Sonic Adventure. Mm. That was always too fast for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic games were always too much. I'd get so frustrated. It felt like I had no control over the character whatsoever. Well, then we now we have now we have now we have beef. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll try one day. (laughs) I have that um, that Sonic wall scroll now from Holy Swag, our good friend. I don't know if you saw the pictures out on Instagram. Like, there's just a big poster of Sonic right in front of like the decks. (laughs) (laughs) Just so when you mix, it's just like right in front of it. It's pretty lame, but really fun. <laughs> Sounds like it. I have nothing to follow up. <laughs> I'll just make this room as stupid as I, as I can. <laughs> I like having stuff like that. Uh-huh. I used to decorate rooms really elaborately, and now I just like uh, plain walls. <laughs> just plain walls. I, 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 yeah, I don't stuff. have anything on my walls. I have, I have two pictures of like antique pictures of flowers. That's it. Yeah, this room has a lot of walls, and you should uh, trick out with something. Poster of Seaman. You should just uh, like raster bait a giant Seaman and put it on your wall. Well, if you never played it, it wouldn't have any attachment to you. (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out what raster bait is. Oh, that's (laughs) tough. I don't know if that's actually what's called. There used to be a website called that, and um, you would put in a picture, and then it would break up the picture into however many eight by ten pages, or nine by eleven, whatever it is, pages, and then you print them out, and when you put them together, it makes a big giant picture. Oh wow, that'd be yeah. I used to have one of my friend wearing a suit, like prominently placed in the middle of my living room when we lived in like college apartments, <laughs> so, like when you came in. It was my old buddy Luke just standing there, like cheesy smiling with his suit on, right in the middle of our living room. It was great. (laughs) 
Boy, we're really off the rails today, aren't we? That's fine. That's what it's all about. <laughs> um, trying to think if I had... I didn't really have anything on the agenda, because I was just like, let's just go. I do have some questions, a little bit. We could answer those sporadically throughout the show that would spawn yeah. conversation. Um, yeah. <laughs> we kind of answered some of them last week, but I was like, I'm going to ask them again when the actual person's here. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, did you guys still record last week? Yeah. You know, I skipped out. Mm-hmm, we did. Just because I was like, ah, I'm already ready. Let's go. Yeah, right. It was really last minute. We were both at like 159. Like, sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it was fine. That's what happens. Eh, right. Whatever. I was all ready for it, but I got I got into like working on my car and stuff last weekend, and it just all added up. <laughs> it's okay. That's what happens. And we still did one. We did have Holy Swag on, um, who is now um, away. So the Twitter is gone. Why? Um, I don't know. I mean, I I know why. I'm not necessarily sure. I should like share it. Oh, um, that's why I'm asking. I can tell you later, maybe. Uh, definitely, rather. I don't know why. Maybe if you're nice <laughs> to me, um, we'll see how this. Nothing goes really. We'll nothing really like crazy happened. And just some some stuff. He was already. He was already like on the way out. Kind of thought like oh, it's time to move on. And some like some not so good things happened with like um I don't know. Just some stuff killed the vibe a little bit. And he was like, eh, might as well just do it now. So right. he's going on. A, he's traveling for the next three months, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, it'll be back. So I'm glad I got that episode in. We're in touch via email, Instagram, and stuff. But yeah, no Twitter for the longest time. For for the time being, kind of sad. I like that no one ever leaves Instagram. <laughs> it's like a safe space. Well, you know uh, I mean? his Instagram is like his personal Instagram, whereas Twitter was right. like a, like a character or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like if I left everything, I would still keep my Instagram. Because yeah. Instagram you know? is all like positive vibes. Like you can't it like, really yo, is. here's my political views. Yes, no, true. You just post yeah. a picture. That's so right. I thought that the other day because I saw like a Facebook meme page was on Instagram, <laughs> and I was I like clicked on it, and then I was like, wait, I don't want to be looking at this stuff here. Like, mm-hmm. I want to look at <laughs> cats and trees and. You know that that's what what's on there. There was that one picture of the the red and blue. I think it was a cat corpse, like vinyl that looked like red and blue. And you oh, tagged yeah, me. Oh like you. Yeah, and he was like, "What?" And then I was like, "Yeah, he doesn't know who I am." <laughs> Wait, who was it? Oh, oh you guys corpse. don't even know each other. We, I'm sure he might have seen the name, but I was like, wow. "Yeah, I, I, we really haven't had any interaction or anything." No kidding. Oh, really? See, I feel like everybody just knows each other the way I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I know each of these people, and well, like you know, the people I just assume they all know each other. The people I've been around, like they're the ones that like to talk, especially the people on Twitter. Oh, right. Yeah, and like some I mean, Cat Corp's relatively. I think he follow. Like, I think we follow each other and stuff. But uh, actually, let's double check that. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's his tw- Twitter? I don't even know. You even have a Twitter? He seems to focus on his own stuff a lot. You know what I mean? Just like really like focused on his own direction of things and not so much everybody else's. Does that make sense? Yeah. Good way. 
Like he's always working on something and keeps everybody updated. But um, n no drama, I guess, is, is the thing. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, that's the thing. Like, so some people just are a little distant, and then I'm like, you know, I'm not super tight with them because of that right. reason. Nothing against them. Just I've been worrying about that lately. Like, have I been that way lately? Um, I don't think so. I just think you're, but you're just I'm so pot. You're just always. I think I'll, I'll sometimes tweet about you and be like, Scott's the best, oh, and then everyone will just be like, Yeah, he's the best. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so, that's the general consensus. I just get caught up, and then, like, I, I, I just unfortunately can't spend as much time as I used to, but I'm still, like, just as emotionally or mentally or whatever engaged in everything. I just, um, it, it, it would be nice to be able to spend more time and, and have more, like, long, deep conversations. Like, when I met Cat Corp for the first time, I, like, reached out to him because... I really, really, really dug his first few records. I, I like all of his stuff, but I was really into those. And when I reached out to him, like we talked for like a week straight, just sharing information about each other. And, you know, he was a lot like me and a really nice dude. And I kind of miss doing that with people. But, you know, we're still all here. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think Atlantis has definitely already earned its spot. Where any new place kind of needs to be like on Twitter and be like, "Hey, we're here, submit." Right. Um, I was wondering recently if I should make something for Atlantis or if it would be and it like, uh, what's the word? Like, not if it would just be cheesy, you know? Um, depends. I don't want to make a spam Twitter page just so that Atlantis has another outlet, or maybe that that would be a good thing. I don't know. What do say, you guys think? Um, I don't think. I don't think it would, I personally wouldn't think it would ruin anything. I think a lot of people would be into it, obviously, just to be like, I think it'd probably be way easier to keep up on like new releases. Oh, be, sure. Being able to retweet and tag people in it, and then having the artist retweet it on Twitter. Yeah, that's that's just a good thing in general. But you know, if you're not going for that, then whatever. It's it's um. If you wanted to keep I it, know. you know. I don't want to keep anything necessarily small, but, um, you know, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I feel like I know I got what distracted. You mean. I got distracted because I, I do have the internet up behind this. And <laughs> mm -hmm, um, Bandcamp just posted, their blog just posted a, a, a new article called The Virtual Vaporwave Scene. Right now? Like, they posted it on 420. Oh, oh, is that what it was? This is yeah. the first time I'm seeing it. So, it's I'm really gonna save cool. this to read later. I do see Stack Overflows on there. Why are dying as well? Really? I'm interested to read about it because Holy crap. Oh, there's Cat this Corp. Conversation is the virtual yeah. paperweight. Cat scene. Corp, Chunking Mansions, Waterfront Dining, Stack Overflow. Uh, I think I wanna say that they talked to Zobelli. Christ, I yeah. I just need dropped him. Christ is there. Yeah. It was really cool to see though. Yeah, that was their four twenty blog. Color television gets nice. a shout out. Death Dynamic Sound. Control F, 3D, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also control F, DMT. Like, That's what they called you. Uh, 3D, right nothing. It's a, it has a wider circle of around, let's see, they correspond via Twitter, Facebook, Google Hangouts, and Skype. <sighs> wow. Wow. That's cool. I mean, yeah. I'm going to save that and read it later. Obviously, can't read it now. That's a bit involved, but yeah. Yeah, it's really 
Bandcamp is is honestly, I'd say, very aware of the vaporwave scene at this point. Where it's, I wasn't true a year ago. I'd, it's I'd just say, yeah. every time they post something about vaporwave, everyone on Twitter is like, eh, "It's stupid," and I'm like, <laughs> "Listen, you want?" Well, that... mm -hmm, sorry. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I just think I people like... people want recognition, and I'm like, just let them let them post their article. Let them be a little bit misinformed. They're not super into it as we are, obviously. Um, but let them uh, post about it, and they'll come our way, and then hopefully they'll like learn. Yeah, because imagine how much traffic this stuff is bringing their website. Yeah, like it's got to be a lot. I went. I just like my last week download was like there was like seven days since I last downloaded it, and I got 115 albums. So a lot of their traffic has to be coming from this. If uh, yeah. 100 albums are being released a week, basically. Oh, yeah. I think physical, like, physical sales. Yeah, aware of it. And, yeah, and the physical sales alone. Like, I don't have any horse in that. But, like, you know, like, that's a lot of stuff going on there. And stuff sells out instantly. I'm trying to think of a scene so, that is, almost, like, I guess I'm not really part of these scenes. But Vaporwave as a scene is just so centered around Bandcamp. Like already, yeah, and and, and I I can't, I don't, uh, I don't, I, I who knows, but it just it doesn't seem like the person putting out the punk record is going to care as much about Bandcamp. Yeah, you know, it's just like another place, or even like the artists that I work with that are more of a, you know, from a rock music background. They'll always share their or you know post their stuff on their own Bandcamp and stuff like that, but they don't ever seem to focus on the Bandcamp release. They have a CD or they have this, this, and this. But with usually Bandcamp, Bandcamp is like a mirror, yeah. right? It's just like oh, you can get us at Bandcamp, but we're also playing shows and we're also touring and we also have T-shirts and you can buy a record at this website. And um, whereas us, it's just like well. Go to Bandcamp because that's the only thing that there is of this. No other <laughs> reference of it on the rest of the internet. Yeah, it's definitely it's a powerful tool. Powerful. Till some glorious soul puts it on Discogs, and then that's always really cool. <laughs> I thank and any, RYM as well. Anybody and everybody, yeah, that puts stuff on Discogs or rate your music for me or anybody I work with, thank you because I've always wanted to do that, but uh, like I said, I don't have the I just don't have the time I would like to to do that. Oh yeah, but, boy, is that nice? Because I love going on there, and I'll go through like periodically and just click many, many albums and see what they're rated and see what if there are comments about it or if pe or on Discogs if people sold it or like you know if there are copies of it being sold around or things like that. Or if That's someone's thrilling. selling it for more than it is still on sale, <laughs> <laughs> like when people were charging like. 20 bucks for Miami virtual and you can just go pick it up for you know whatever <laughs> on lost angles <laughs> like it's what stops people from just saying the, like saying there's 20 copies of something available but maybe they really got 30 pressed and then selling out the 20 and then putting the 10 on something for a higher price or is that something that people do do um i don't think just, I don't think any labels do that. It'd be kind of, I feel that'd be a little messed up. Could if you they imagine? Did. Damn, yeah, that'd be you crazy. I, mean? I think some people I think definitely. If any label got caught doing that, like they'd probably get. Oh, yeah. 
You would get chased out of the village, man. Everyone would be like, you're a hack. I mean, that's what, essentially, that's what Dream Catalog got accused of doing. That started that whole vape error. Uh, They... I didn't even know that. Yeah, the whole thing started with... I I really hope I'm right. I'm pretty sure I am. (laughs) Um, But I don't want to, like, you know, throw fire the word. Um, But it was like, somebody somebody was saying that Dream Catalog essentially does like fake, uh, fake scarcity, so people sell it oh. out and then they release another wave, and then HKE came out and was like, "No, that's not what we do. Here's what we do. Here's why I'd like to dispel these rumors." And then that started a whole thing about people thinking that he was just f- fetching for attention, and then, and oh my god. Yeah, too much blah 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 for me to keep up with. Yeah, but I think I think it was I I think it was justified. There were some there was a couple people who were like, "Dream Kill, don't buy them. They suck. They're doing shady business." And he's like, "Nope, we're not. Please, um, it'd be cool if you could stop spreading false rumors." And then it escalated. So, but. and I think it's important not to let your personal. This goes back to our conversation about like local scenes and stuff. I think it's important not to let your personal feelings about what or whoever get in the way of what you actually enjoy so like just because your girlfriend's in a band you love you don't stop liking that band when you break up and just you know if <laughs> i you don't think know something... i kind of disagree well, <laughs> i kind of <laughs> dis- i kind of think that music is always like it always hits somewhere emotional and i've definitely it's definitely happened to me where i have where i was friends with somebody in the scene not friends but like i was like oh a fan and then i kind of found i talked to them or whatever and i just every time i listen to it Bugs the crap out of me. You know, you got a you have a really good point there because that's that's definitely happened to me before too. Like once I learned something about someone, yeah, I it think, just makes the music less magical after that. Yeah, I think you, yes. like you can keep yeah. that to yourself though. Like you can't project it. And be like everyone, stop no, listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a bad vibe about this, so you guys can't listen yeah. to it either. That's the biggest thing where a lot of people have, especially when oh, it's an opinion where it's like people act like it's you need to be with me or you're out dude right it's like no i think yeah i think and especially if it's a label you know if if i release something for Vito or or for you randy and or whoever Samir. and then <laughs> yeah, i don't know if you make music but i got um, no, no. <laughs> artist titles say i like um put something out and it turned out that I was a jerk I wouldn't want that to hold back from you and just like uh, in this case dream catalog if I really liked a record and wanted to have it on wax I'm not gonna not buy a record that I like by an that, artist that I like a, a label I think is a little just different because like I can hate that's too strong a word because there isn't really anybody I hate like label owners that I hate but like I cannot be a huge fan of a label owner and still be like this label's tight though because oh, yeah. essentially they're just kind of putting it together yeah yeah or the label itself yeah, I don't is like, want anyone's perception of me to ever have a, a a negative effect on somebody that I release for yeah well I think I, it'd be nice if it helped you know what I mean like oh so and so put out this record for so and so that's yeah, that's a nice. But like, I wouldn't want it to be like we don't want to download anything they put out because look how many people we work with. We're not all gonna be the same. Yeah, hopefully people can see past that. Where mm-hmm. it gets a little weird when people like if an artist is being a piece of shit and then someone's promoting like them. 
Uh, it's eh, it's a little weird, but whatever. Right. I've thought about that before. You know, whatever works. On that note, I really have to use the restroom. I'll be right back. Let's take a break. Let's go to a track or something. Yeah? Okay. Oh, oh that brings me up to something really good that I'm actually really excited about, but I'll, I'll wait. Okay. <laughs> um, it's like, it's like, it's, it's world, world premiere news. Ooh. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I really gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. See you soon. Let's just hit it. Here we are again. I- I'm gonna play a song from Atlantis right there. What'd you play? I didn't. Well, I didn't play anything yet. I gotta edit it in. <laughs> <laughs> how? Yeah. How good is my? Uh, since the guy with a radio production degree, I'm sitting there and breaking the wall. <laughs> what song did you play? <laughs> like, like we're sitting in the studio together. You can choose that right now. Um, I don't know. Through the city. I'll let you go through. Yeah, play something from Through the City. That record's great. Okay. Or play, right. you know, play whatever you want. I'll write something like that. Um, okay. uh, Fancy Deluxe is here. Great. Fancy Deluxe is here. Hey. Is... <laughs> Fancy <laughs> Deluxe. Go. <laughs> oh my God! What are you? What? Where? Are, what happened? You were just here. Fancy Deluxe. Fancy <laughs> Deluxe. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, someone. Te- I don't know. I see. It's like he's here. He's just talking. He's just gonna sit back and see where we are. Fantasy. Oh, oh. he hung up. No, oh, there we go. Oh well, maybe he'll join. <laughs> that back. was the appearance of the episode. <laughs> I don't even know. I wonder if I got anything he said on, on tape. On tape. <laughs> um, on tape. Yeah, where are we? We're actually all sitting in a Hollywood studio. Yeah. The year is 1976. Smoking. And we're smoking cigarettes. Yeah. We have big glasses on. I guess it would be a little earlier. We have big pants on. It's so weird how like some of those archaic words still we still use. I mean, like you know, put it on like I don't know if I got them on tape or whatever. People. My still... mom said icebox. <laughs> <laughs> she asked me to get her something out of the freezer. Yeah, my and mom I looked at her and I said, "Mom, have you ever even used an icebox in your life?" And she's like, "I've never said the word icebox in my life." Like Fa- All right, take two. Fancy <laughs> deluxe. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the music I heard when I mentioned the destination. Did you know your vehicle includes unlimited access to all sides? What is happening? Including navigation and point of interest assistance through a touch of your blue button. We're just going to sit through this a for a second. A message from Einstein. 
Taking a trip or looking for a specific destination? This is Vaporwave. Okay, you go on again. Say, I like that we all got silent so we can all sample this after the story. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the intro of all of our next album. You know who should he sample hung up. this? Yeah, I know he hung <laughs> up again. You know who <laughs> yeah, should sample this? Samir's new alias. Yeah, what up? So Vito <laughs> mentioned it earlier. So quiet. Vito was like, yeah. "What's Samir's alias?" And I was like, "I I know I heard that. I think we all thought to each other like, is he gonna ask? Fancy <laughs> Deluxe, you're here again. I don't know why the quality's like really bad. I'm driving home right now though. <laughs> okay. We're gonna so. hear Samir's new vaporwave alias. You ready? What yeah. is it? Oh, Samir's new vaporwave alias. What is it? It's a uh, manipulation master. Ooh, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Would master be Japanese? Manipulation be Japanese? Somewhere? Yeah, one of them's gotta be Japanese, homie. Yeah, one uh, of them's got to. It'd be, be master. What's the okay. Japanese word for master? Sensei. Masuto. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I have no idea. Masu Masuto. Masuto. <laughs> What's up, Fantasy Deluxe? Shipping at school all fucking day, dealing with all these people that get shit done in the last minute. <laughs> it's but I got Saturday. one week left, and we're almost done. Oh so. my god! And then you can, get, and then have, then we're gonna see Deluxe start back up again. Yeah, then I'll have tapes for sale. And Strangers once lovers. Time off. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it yet, but I have a new album coming out with uh, Waterfront Dining and Haircuts for Men. And, I want Vito, one. I'm, I'm gonna so. buy one. No, wait, wait, wait. What? Not haircuts for men. Trademarks and copyrights. Oh, trademarks and copyrights. My bad. <laughs> wait, yeah, they're not the same guy. I haven't seen it. their names. No. Can you edit that? No, it's fine. That? Yeah, we've only had a Skype thing. You haven't seen something. I've, I've been so busy. I only looked at the chat like twice. I feel bad, but oh, it's I've fun. like had no free time. No, it's fine. You sound okay. exhausted. You're just mm -hmm. in time to hear. I am exhausted. I'm very ragged right now. Very, like, very running on E. I feel like mm -hmm. a dying star. You guys, you know, I guess, oh, oh it wouldn't work. What? <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool to do this, like, on, on my commute. Hey, yeah, it would, no, just imagine right being in a car talking like this. That would be amazing. I drive an yeah, hour every day. That's what I'm doing right now. The problem <laughs> is if if you have unlimited data or not. Yeah, oh, thankfully right. I just got that. So yeah, uh, the commercials yeah. got to you. <laughs> because I otherwise, to eat on the way home. I don't know where to stop. Should I stop at like Kidoba maybe? <laughs> oh my or, god, uh... yo. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah. Doba. Yeah, you should yo. I stop at Kidoba? Should we take the cast to Kidoba today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On your way to Kidoba. You should do it and then just keep live through the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Yeah, live we'll like pause to let you order. <laughs> you can listen to the inside of the store. Gonna We're going to make a whole now. record out of this podcast. It'll be a concept <laughs> It's going to be like Ballsoft slash in-car cruise slash. Outrun. Outrun. <laughs> I'm driving behind the hottest Kentworth right now. Oh, man, that truck is dope. <laughs> <laughs> it's like brand new, all shined up and shit. It's even got Kentworth mud flaps on it. Fucking hell, that thing's hot. <laughs> I should honk at him. Like, yo, what's up? He'll think there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah, because you know so much about trucks because of truck sim. Do you know a lot of stuff about farming now because of farming sim? Fuck yeah, I do. I love farming. Especially <laughs> virtual farming. Virtual farming is so vaporwave or tumblewave. It's like ridiculous. Oh my god, I know. I'm a wheat farmer in the U.S. and a canola farmer in um, Norway. Oh, you have like two, I have two farms now. Yeah. So wow, I'm trying to like thing? transition to the just the American one because the European one's cool, but like I'm not used to it. I like like the American style farming a little bit more. It's like I don't know, just different. I'm a farming nerd. <laughs> You're 
insanely wacky. <laughs> I am. I love simulators. I swear, lately I've been thinking maybe my life is a simulation. I don't really know. <laughs> it's <laughs> something to think about. It is a lot to think about. Just play The Sims. I love that game. Of course. Who doesn't? Who I did? just understood what Sims means. Simulation. You didn't get that? <laughs> I've never thought about that in my whole life. <laughs> well, that's why we're I here. That, I wish yeah, that PBS dark web across the screen and say, ever. for more you know. Yeah. Loving and learning. Um, oh, well, we're just driving through the D. Yes, sir. <laughs> just in time to hear Scott's big announcement or something, right? I don't know right. that big of an announcement. Well, kind whatever. You, like, you hyped it up a lot, so this better pay off. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Uh, what was what? Oh. Um, <laughs> Vito and I have been talking about me putting out a record on VCR. Oh. Oh. And I don't want to tell too much because I, I, I want to see however we want to present it, but there is something really 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 great underway and i have it about a third of the way done dude that's Maybe awesome third and yeah. it is uh, like really cruise related and also very personal and i could tie in things for every single song like i usually can and i am really 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 stoked about it so i wanted to tell you him <laughs> that like i'm really stoked about this because i think it sounds great and it's actually a lot different than a lot of the other stuff I've done. But I haven't, I haven't, I have been just collecting raw stuff for the past like 10 months. And I haven't Damn. made anything new. And this isn't even any of the stuff I've collected. This is like Vito and I talked about it before I told him I, I had this idea. And um, I started going through with it this weekend, and I'm really happy with what it's like so far. So awesome! Without giving away too much, or I could give away everything. I don't really know or care. Whatever he would, you would really <laughs> like. How do you refer to somebody in a group chat? <laughs> what do you mean by their See, name? It's up to you. You're the. I think, okay, yeah. Episode. Yeah, I know. Um, I, just I, I like to be referred to as Admiral. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how. VCR and DMT stuff is presented, so I don't want to make it like really clear. But then again, like how much crossover there will be between listeners and then potential downloaders of that, listeners of that. But like, I'm really excited about it. Um, I, it's all radio related and Ooh, all songs that like really tie into multiple different things in my life, and then also like nods to common vaporwave samples and it i'm just really happy about it and i had been like i haven't made anything for two reasons one i've been dead tired two i haven't had a lot of time there are three reasons and three <laughs> i i got back into video games this year and yes on a, me too weekends i'm I like i want to fire oh, this back up and escape for a little bit so i haven't but last night we released that pizza on Thursday, so I was like, I Friday night free. I'm going to sit down nice and early while I'm still here and make this happen. And I spent like six hours last night getting things ready. And I actually feel like tonight I want to keep working on it because it's really strong in my head right now. And nice. I want to make it be what I want it to be. Nice. But like, 
beginning ties to the end. There are nods to my last record as NYKDLN. There are um, lots of personal references, lots of vaporwave references, and I'm just like I'm really excited about it. And I've never released anything on a DMT label. And is anything done? Is any tracks done? I ha I have. Uh, part of my process when I make Vaporwave, because I have different processes depending on what style I'm going for. Right. Um, but like with Vaporwave, I'll usually take the raw material and then arrange it. And then I move into effects. Okay. Be they digital, physical. And I think this one's all going to be digital effects because like the source material is all recordings like they're all field recording. So but not like forests and fields and stuff. Like they're they're musical field recordings. And um, so like there's a certain dynamic to them already that doesn't need me to take them from the computer and put them through tapes or put them through a, a speaker system or anything like that to re record them. So like I like how they already sound. And then now that I've arranged everything the way that I want it to be, I'm going to move into effect, do the common things to it, and see how much more elaborate I can get it. And then, honestly, Vito, you can expect something. I would like to, I would like to have it ready within the by the end of the month, but at the very oh, wow. latest, I'd like to have it done by by June. By like yeah, before be before summer before or what am I trying to say like springtime May I want to have it in by the last week of May at the latest but that's fine I could very realistically have it to you tomorrow jeez <laughs> that is a close, range close the gap <laughs> <laughs> it just depends because like honestly like I I I I um I really sympathize with fantasy deluxe because i'm pretty dead tired with school and stuff too and and work and uh i've just it's been a it's been a mentally and physically exhausting year and that's one i'm gonna quote nyk dln just say uh no time or tm century rather just say quote unquote no time that's why i feel right. late that's true <laughs> it, it really came to it came to reality this year because there is no time to get everything done that I want to get done. But I really, I was so motivated for this show today and I was just like, I want to get in the mindset and I'm going to work on these songs. And so currently I have 15 individual tracks. It might not end up as 15, but I have 15 individual tracks and it comes out to like 33 minutes tight. And then that'll probably get longer naturally and or maybe it'll get shorter i don't know how i want to arrange it but um it can come out tomorrow in two months it can be longer it can be shorter it can be 15 tracks it can be 30 tracks we're really yeah we're really early in the process but i know what i know what i need to do next and mike i guess my the question i have out of it all is do you think i should do it as tracks or as a long form like long form yeah because they could work great as long form, <laughs> but I know the value of tracks. I feel like tracks. You could I, do. I feel like people 
largely, unfortunately, ignore almost all of our long form releases. They're always at the bottom of the stats, and that that makes me sad because you have you particularly have made amazing two track, one track releases, and they just people aren't they're not as accessible. You know, like they're harder That's to. That's how the uh, I guess Summer Nights little... Mega Mix was. Nobody liked it. Yeah, before. yeah, and it's so good. And the um, Heavy Systems Incorporated, the Turbo Bit. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, no, yeah, long the DMT yeah. release from like April, like back around the time that you came on. Um, yeah, fantasy. But um, yeah, I think you should do tracks unless I mean, if you really want to do it as long form, you're more than welcome. But I always recommend tracks just because I can you, you easier can... to do videos and it's easier to put it into the compilations and fans will be able to you know do their own thing with it and channels like vapor memory usually put like a ton of videos up as opposed to just one if it's like a one track album so i don't know it just feels like it you do that thing where you take a mega mix and cut it up into individual tracks that's that's i do that a lot i almost always do that yeah i almost always do that because you can if you really really pay attention to some of my records especially vaporwave stuff um because like my my um stuff that isn't more traditionally vaporwave you can tell the difference between the songs more. Mm. But if you really pay attention, you can tell where I cut tracks because maybe there might be a split second of the end of one at the beginning of the next. I've noticed that a little bit. Yeah. Mm. It's because it's like really down to me like cutting it where I want to make it a track. My when I was my... dubbing... Or sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying when I was dubbing Penn Woods... Um... I noticed how like I was wondering what the file looked like that you made it on. I, I couldn't tell if it was all like one thing or if you, you took like twenty different tracks and like put them together. But, like like I don't know. That's one that like for me totally feels cohesive like all the way through. And it almost it's almost like one long song, you know, even though it's like thirty or forty tracks. Right. I feel like that one I did make is one long song. Like obviously there are different songs into it. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, like, did you use like one big file or you know? Some, some, yeah, I don't know what program you use, but like, I use GarageBand. So I imagine like the file was just like you know freaking enormous or something. Right, and that that can be a problem too because some stuff's really, really, really long. But I always export it. I use GarageBand and Audacity, and then yeah, I mean, it's fun real things. Like I'll 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 uh, often export yeah, it yeah. and play it live, and then work with it live, and then bring it back to digital. That's what's um. Cool. But yeah, you're definitely right. I think that album, I made that album, uh, yeah, I really brought it all to, I can't remember. I feel like I made it all separate, then brought it all together, did stuff to it, separated it again, and then brought it all back together. I like the, uh, I like the process really shows, you know? What's that? The process, like you can hear the process, which is really cool, you know? Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you very much. I, mean, I wouldn't know it if you didn't tell me, but you can you can just tell that it's, it's it's put through so much. Like it's almost like kind of it's hard to replicate. Like I've had listened to it and tried to replicate the sound before. And it's just like you have it so down. It's like I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you get you kind of get it. I appreciate that because a lot of times I I do things that wouldn't be they are replicatable if you could actually like see the steps, but it would be nearly impossible to replicate it because. Well. Everybody all right? Do you guys lose me? No. I'm at Chipotle. He's at Chipotle. <laughs> are you going to go in with it? Or are you driving through? Is there a drive-thru? Oh, yeah. should, should I put the camera on? <laughs> no, oh, we won't be able to see yes. that. 
Absolutely. No camera? I mean, no, wait, I mean, for us, sure. Oh, yes. okay, hold on. Do you have headphones in? I'm <laughs> excited. <laughs> there we go. Hey, you guys see me? Yeah, what up? Yo. See, we're at, we're at Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. All right. Oh, there he is. He's got it in vertical. Hey. He's eating Chipotle. He, he's getting hey, there. Can I get a burrito bowl with uh, black beans and dry <laughs> He walked straight in and did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tell them they're on an international radio show. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Do you not have headphones in? No. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what a trip! What a boy! This is the this is why this show is the best. We just need to watch live. This is the show is the wildest. This is great for audio listeners. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have to narrate it. No problem. Have a great day. I'm his money back. Maybe he's a card. Oh, that was quick. It's already done. It's already done. Damn. It's already can, you guys, can you guys see me still? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Did you guys see the whole order? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, cool. How'd it go? Was it, like, legit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should do IRL stream. I think they actually do got a drive-thru. Do they? Weird. I just don't know how you got it. Oh, man, this one dropped their salsa. <laughs> what's up? Well, I got my food, though, so that's what's up. I see it. It looks good. I've never been to a Chipotle. They just built one on the hill. Oh, really? Oh, wait. Yeah, is that, how yeah. long, has that been there, Samir? What's up? Yeah. Oh, it has uh, been there. Right next to the pizza. Oh, right. Pizza. You're right. You're right. Is it better than Kidoba? Uh, I, I think so. I used to order Kidoba. Oh, okay. I think Chipotle is better. Samir, what's your take? Uh, I feel they're the same. <laughs> I, I haven't had them enough. I haven't had Chipotle enough enough. Your property. Installed in minutes, ring officer a lifetime of home security with billions of You radio on You radio on Oh shit, I can hear myself. Uh, no, I can't. There it is. Oh, okay. There we go. That was fun, okay. that was Fancy Deluxe. Alright, we're, we're, we're fancy, done with Chipotle. Fancy lunch, <laughs> fancy de lunch. Yeah, fantasy uh, lunch and dinner, sort of, in one. <laughs> <laughs> it is four. Oh my god, it's almost four o'clock. When did we start? Dude, are we casting right now? Yeah. What do you mean? Are we <laughs> casting right now? <laughs> so, that's the kind of good stuff we do on a 3D cast. That was great. <laughs> that's great. Last time you were on, Scott, we talked about that. That uh, frittered eggs. We, <laughs> that too. <laughs> we talked about that. What was that place? It was like a, like a, convenience store. Wawa. Jeez. Wawa. Well, it wasn't Wawa. It was someone else. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. It was yours. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sheep. Sheep? It's oh. called Sheep. Cheats, that's right. Something like that. Sheets. 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 Like sheets. 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 Right? Like sheets. <laughs> sheets. No, like this. I sent it in the chat. Sheets. Yeah. Oh, sheets. Yeah, like bed sheets. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, like you're hurting sheets. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly like that. Yeah, like you want a sheets pizza. You know, like you're hurting hella sheets. Yeah. <laughs> sheets. Sherpa. Like, I'm about to go take a sheets. It's Shite. just like that. Shite. Shites. Sheets. <laughs> yeah, we had like a long, like, an, like we had a whole podcast about just sh- sh- sheep uh, <laughs> last time. So it's just tradition that we get some sort of dumb yeah, conversation. Good. Good. <laughs> Do you want to know a story about Sheets recently? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, I want there, a Sheets story. There was this girl at Sheets that I thought was really nice. <laughs> and I spontaneously thought she was like the what's the person that takes your money and all that cashier cashier, cashier. yeah and um, I just it was around uh, Valentine's Day but I wasn't really thinking about Valentine's Day but there were flowers everywhere right so I was like wow that lady was really nice to me and so I turned around and I got a bouquet of flowers which I thought it was one flower and it was a whole freaking bouquet but I, I turned around and I purchased the flowers. And I handed them to her, and I said, these are for you. And she looked really awkward, and I kind of ran out and never went back in. <laughs> <laughs> At least you had the balls to do that. I, I was like, man, you never, you yeah, you never do this kind of stuff anymore. Like, just go for it. See what happens. Hell and yeah. I just got really awkward, and now I haven't gone back in. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ruined Sheets. Oh, you have Sheets geez. shame. Yeah, I, I don't know if she thought I was a creep because I told some people at work and they just like laughed at me and they're like, "That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life." No, that's that's. I thought it was really back. romantic. You know, you never know who. When I used to work retail, I always thought it would be so cool if somebody just like reached out to me. You know, I agree. <laughs> who knows? Maybe she was really flattered, and I've just been too awkward to go back. To. What if you worked at like a Home Depot and someone like was like, "Here's a two by four, man." <laughs> yeah, she's probably like, "You hack." Four people have given me flowers today. I know I'm hot, all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't want to be creepy, but I was just like, I don't know, don't overthink it. <laughs> now you're just pissed off. Hey, dummy, just don't overthink it, all right? Do yeah, now I can't go back in there to like go pee or anything. <laughs> Is that the only all? sheets? Is that the it only was, one? No, there's one like every six blocks. And I've given <laughs> flowers to every cashier. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can only go to other gas stations for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> the Sheets Shame. Yeah, The Sheets Shame. I like that. That's a new album. <laughs> Maybe that's what Vito's record will be called. Sheets Shame. It'll be called Sheets Shame. It's shame. I don't know if that would draw that, the listeners, though. That kind of I, sounds like something you did in bed that you weren't really proud of. Ah, oh, some sheets, shame. Some shame in the sheet. Ay, ay, ay. This dude is driving so fucking slow. Holy shit. Holy shit. Fucker and fucker. Drive your fucking car. <laughs> oh. Fuck. Whoa. He doesn't have the vaporwave on the radio, so he's getting stressed. <laughs> um, let's talk. What have we been listening to recently? I forgot. I have questions still. Let's... Yacht Fire by Marcus Eads. Oh, good. I'm so Yacht glad to Fire, hear that. I want to talk about that on this podcast because I feel like Yacht Fire by Marcus Eads is the most authentic vaporwave album ever created, in my opinion. Ooh. Oh. Like literally, go listen to it and like. Wait, what God, album? It's just fucking beautiful. Yacht Fire by Marcus E. It's on Atlantis. 
Yeah. Okay. It's like it's just like, dude. It's, it's What's like. What's your it's favorite beautiful. track? Uh, I think it's called Aquadisiac. They okay. almost sound like tracks you'd hear like in like a Rite Aid or a CVS like in 1993, but they're all like originally made by him and like they're just fucking beautiful, man. Like I want to reach out to him and put it on tape someday because it's just like, it's Did my you... favorite piece of music I stumbled upon in like a long time. Wow, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, no, it's like, For dude, that, his, all of his stuff talents. is really amazing, but that's my favorite by far. Wow. I love his, uh, his one, the silo one, the, um, Yacht the, it you is. know, the, what's his first one about the silos? He made one about, um, Forgotten Grain Elevators, that one's yeah. really good, and so is one, he has one about Oregon Trail, that one's also really good, but they're different, like, they're in different veins, the Yacht Fighter is, like, much different, but it's, like, it's almost like psychedelic rock, but it's, like, amazing, and I consider it Vaporwave still, because he does too, so. Alright, well, I'm gonna play a track, and then, I mean, I mean, I'm just gonna cut for, like, a second, play it. Yeah, yeah, and definitely, we'll be right back. We're gonna play Aquadisiac. amazing. I'll be right back. Oh!
Okay, Is this back. a real break? We're back. Oh, we're no, back. did you want to take a real break? No. Okay, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way you said, no, I don't have to. <laughs> I keep messing up our, our breaks really bad. <laughs> like really bad. <laughs> what songs you play? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I didn't play anything. <laughs> and we're back. That was Aquadisiac by Marcus Eats. All right. I'm just playing. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're not playing. That was the track. And we're back on the cast. <laughs> that was Aquadisiac by Marcus Eats. Chapter now today with the podcast. We Chap have Scott Michael of Atlantis. Chapter three. <laughs> Chapter three. Atlantis. <laughs> and Chapter three: Ilanthus, Scott, My Scott Michael, and the metaphysical mysteries of the universe. <laughs> now, that, now that is perfect. <laughs> so yeah, Yachtfire, you like that album? I'm so glad you like. It's like I don't want to talk about that one for a while. That one, I feel like we talked about it last time, maybe, but that one is just—it's so. gold, man. It's gold. Everyone's got to download that and own it. It's I good really shit. like. I really liked that record because. When, when when did that come out? Like uh, it's pretty old. July like 2014. Yeah. yeah, um, that was right when he was really really getting into making more just acoustic. He doesn't stuff, use or? guitar. Yeah, he doesn't. To to call it acoustic guitar is 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 to discredit it because he uses yeah. different instruments for different things and um, it's really dynamic the way he makes his work but i remember that one came out right when he really started to make more um cleaner stuff or clean isn't the right word but just like not psychedelic stuff gotcha and that one specifically had like tape warps and a lot of like analog effects on it and yeah. it, it just like was perfect for Atlantis too because it wasn't just like straight up like Appalachian folk songs played right. by him with field recordings. It was like, it just had that that weirder vibe to it that a lot mm -hmm. of us has, and I was really happy to release that. He's he been, has a lot of really cool stuff with field recordings too. Like I like how some of his albums will just like they'll have his like like you know guitar stuff, and then it will just like transition to like freight train grilling through the woods of you know Idaho or something, and you just like, listen to that. Ear Minnesota, yeah, and then like. You got a track like geese flying or geese flying south from something, and like that one's pretty cool too. Um, and then I do like how he, like he, I think the um, the Forgotten Green Elevators album, he recorded it like directly onto tape, like from guitar, so that gives it like an extra added like you know feel like you were talking about. Yeah, he's he's. I really love how he does stuff. Just like, an amazing artist all around. I mean. Yes, I, I agree. He's like a very, very talented artist, and his use of field recordings is exceptional. Mm -hmm. And in case anybody listening or you guys don't realize, that's the person that started Sunup Recording. Mm. Okay, gotcha. And, I knew he had some hand in that. Yeah, and so like our, um, he's also on Atlantis as topographic maps. And oh, like Mediterranean Mall or something? No, is that's that, Mediterranean oh. Mall. Okay, I think I, I have the Topographic Maps <laughs> album, though. I get those confused. Those are the, Topographic Maps, what's the name of that one called? Do you know? Um, I have that one. It's got oh. like a really psychedelic cover. It's like green and orange or something, I think. Yeah, yeah it has the people in the pool. It's, um... Oh, Tropical that one's really, uh, yeah, That one's Tropical really, really, really good. In my opinion, that's like a... In my, like, out of all the stuff I lamp this, that's like probably one, another one of my, like, top fives. It's a great record, and it's real. It takes the 
analog effects of Yacht Fire and takes them to level 10. Because that record, yeah. like, it gets, like, disturbing to go with the title. It gets disturbing at points because, like, the effects are so dramatic. Right. And it's, like, really, it has a it has a really specific vibe to it. And, yeah, that's a really great record, too. I really like Topographic Map, Maps Project. And he's on Alanthus as Runner's High, too, which is oh, a very wow. overlooked record. Because it, it's also a long form, so that's coincidental. I don't um, know that. I feel like it's just one or two tracks. I don't have it in front of me. Now I do. It's one track, twenty-five <laughs> minutes. Um, so like that's really good too. He had a, he had a crap ton of projects um, at the beginning of the decade, and now he just focuses on his project with his own name. It's just so crazy, just scrolling through Atlantis and being like, "Oh, these all these." I have probably said this before on the last episode, but I'm just like, this is. Every, all these albums are like freaking name, like huge names, big releases. Yep. Oh I like this feels like walking through like some Egyptian ruins or something for me. You know, like <laughs> all this like great, great stuff. It's like old and nobody knows about it. You know, it's like not that nobody knows about it. But you know what I'm saying? It's just like it's like it's it's like finding a like an awesome relic. Well, I think every like almost every artist on here like went out and put out a release that was like the follow up to the Atlantis release was like. The that like a diff, like a genre defining release, true. There's so many on here, or they had the genre defining releases on Atlantis. So many like, but, yeah. There's like a new Newport world. Pleasure. Yeah, I mean, obviously we mentioned 2014, the big people, but there's some a lot of smaller people, too. Dude, I cannot stand when people have conversations in the street, like next to someone, like in some, like parking your car and talking to your neighbor. <laughs> oh, I hate that. That shit drives me crazy. Like, yeah. park, pull over. Don't I block like so a main road. I'm um, really flattered by what you guys say, and I want to say more, but I'll be right back. Sure, should we so, pause? You guys, you, no, you guys keep talking. I'll only be a second. Okay. <laughs> I have to take care of something very quickly. Okay. Okay. Nobody talk. That gives me time to go inside and, and, and start eating my Kidoba. It will do something. I can't believe like, I talked to you guys the whole way home. It's funny. <laughs> like, I'm, like, literally, I'm pulling in my driveway. Oh.
and we are back. We're back. Yeah, hey guys. I did yes, cut to a song. Did what you? song did you play? I don't know. <laughs> oh. I appreciate what you guys said though about Atlantis. I got distracted, that's why I got real quiet. But um that's like I feel that exact same way. Like like um there's just like really some huge like on a bigger scale, there's some genre-defining releases, and then in a lot of times, it's the like the record right before that artist broke, or it's like the first record of an artist on a label, and that wasn't self-release. Like that's how I got. I was saying about Cat Corp earlier. Yeah. Like he was just self-releasing all this stuff, and I was obsessed with it. And then like I actually eh, that was a bad example because I think someone else put something out like a week before I put out Yuki, but um, I. I noticed that, and I think it's amazing. Like, I love it. I'm really honored to be involved in any of that. And there's some that I think are genre-defining or time-defining that people don't even realize, you know? Because I, obviously, and I think, Vito, you could probably add a lot to this, too. You start to develop your own narrative about releasing music or the music that you're involved in, and it all starts to make really good sense or you apply meaning to it to make it seem like it makes a lot of sense. And Alanthus has just been like a hub of synchronicity for me for a long time. And I'm really happy that other people that I respect recognize that too. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, I feel like the cool thing about the way you run it, Alanthus also helps so that even though some of these artists and albums released maybe back in 2014 2013 2011 is the furthest right mm-hmm. like i mean every time that a new release comes out there's some reason that you're on the same exact page that anyone would have been on in the past when any of those releases were new so it's really not hard every time you release it's just kind of a re-promotion of the entire package so right. i like that you know it's something really can take off eventually i mean i'm, I'm always impressed when like Every now and then you do get a sudden spike in downloads where you it is real because you can link it to like some kind of something in the buzz, like some kind of blog plug or YouTube plug or something like that. And it's always really cool when you like see like, wow, that came out like three years ago and like 70 people downloaded it today. Like it's I'm sure that that happens to you. Like, yes, it's so cool. I love that when that happens so much because it like that just happened the other day. Like it wasn't even 70. It was like six. But still, though, for something that released like, a long time ago, it's like, whoa, people are interested again. Yeah, they're just, or or they're just now hearing this. Like, how mm-hmm. exciting is that? Like, somebody, I could tell yesterday, somebody went through and downloaded every auto record. Nice. <laughs> I think there's like three, but like, he has so many records out in different oh, places yeah. that it's like somebody was into his stuff, obviously, and wanted to find more. And now they dug all the way back to like 2012 and found records that I think are brilliant. That they've mm-hmm. never even heard before, or any—I guess any time that anybody downloads anything that's older, it's just like you're gonna get to hear this for the first time, because mm-hmm. there, are, I couldn't tell you a release that I don't have some personal connection to on some level, or why I think it's profound on some level, and I get so excited because it's like you get to hear that thing now. Maybe it'll inspire you too. Yeah, and I, I, I just. It's awesome. It's about, because the way Elanthus is set up, I don't, nobody 
who you, you it, it guarantees you that the person releasing is p- releasing purely passion based right because there is no like money like or you know i don't know it's it purely no, it's is not. just to be a part of it people just want to be a part of Atlantis they don't even they're like i don't care if i'm making money i just want to be a part of this as like a movement as a thing in history that's oh <laughs> wow that's awesome to hear I, I conceptualized that it that way in my head, but uh, I guess I never assume that others feel that way. I mean, that's definitely I mean, so. That's, it's cool that that translates because that's I feel, exactly that's how definitely I what I did personally. Where I was just really, like, I was like, I was like, Atlantis, like, yeah, it's the nice. best. And then you ended up on like lost angles. end of the year chart. Oh yeah, I thought you meant okay. Yeah yeah, sorry, I don't know what <laughs> oh, we're talking about. Yeah. Um yeah, no that chart. Thing, a, it was crazy. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, definitely owe it. Atlantis is amazing when it comes to a, that. A good example of it being an outlet where time really doesn't exist, which I guess is a good way to put it. Like, time doesn't exist once you get on that website. Even though something came out in 2011, it's still just as relevant now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the same... Or, no, 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 no. It was like some blog had New Gaia as one of the top albums of 2016, and Huey Sauto's Wine One, which was released in 2013. Oh, wow. And so like, that blog considered an album from 2013 to be one of the top albums of 2016. And I just thought that was really cool. Like, I wasn't annoyed by the fact that it wasn't from 2016. <laughs> right. I was just like, this is 2016, because ultimately, like, the time is irrelevant. So it was really cool to see a 2013 album on a 2016 chart and not be sad. Like, they didn't say anything like, this was actually released in 2013, but I really got into it in 2016. They just presented it with all the others. So it was instantly as valid as Die Hero was, even though they were released three years apart. And I thought that was really interesting. I think... Uh, and you could easily construe it as a miscommunication on the author's part or them not realizing. But, like, to me, I think it's perfect because it means that that record's just as relevant now as it was then. Yeah, I feel like yeah, music should be like a good pair of shoes where, like, new albums come out and you, like, wear the new shoes. And they, they feel good. They look cool. Just like a new album. You'd listen to it. Oh, this is cool. But then it really is, like... A couple months later, you're really wearing those shoes, and like sometimes that transcends years when it comes to music. Where my top album of 2017 will be an album that came out in 2015, just because I didn't really get to wear them until this year. You know, if right. that makes sense, if yeah, that analogy that makes, makes sense. <laughs> and that was a big thing before I even did this. Is um, like in the years leading up to Atlantis, I was also I was getting into more obscure internet music, and then. But I was also really, really into 60s music at the time. And so I was going through my... <laughs> Fancy Blocks fell down the stairs. <laughs> oh, wait, can you guys hear me? My bad. You're good. I thought I, I, thought I was muted. I was, my bad, sorry. He's <laughs> opening his Qdoba. Or no, sorry, Chipotle. I was getting some chips. Oh. Okay, continue. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Uh, no, you're good. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, so, like, you go through your own train of whatever 60s music you're into, and it's just as relevant to you in 2009. Yeah. 
Um, but like it's all brand new to you. It, a good example is when anybody gets into the Beatles. It's brand new to them. Yeah. And they get stoked to tell everybody and they want to listen to every record and they slowly work through every record and suddenly they're a Beatles expert. And, <laughs> you know, but like it's 50 years after the record came out, but it's all brand new and it's still relevant to them. And so that was like a big thing. Like the blog I had before Atlantis corresponded with a radio show and that show would match like 70s punk next to 60s psych next to 2009 released last week h-pop or something like that and we would just like it would it would just all blend together to create like a bigger concept so it wasn't like oh scott's show plays 60s 70s and and 2000s music it was just like he plays all this stuff that somehow all makes sense together. Like, how can you evoke something from 1966 and it play right before something from 2009 and make perfect sense? It's kind and, of interesting because once you use an individual as some sort of curator, that like music that are multi-genre, multi-era somehow have some cohesiveness that makes sense. That was the biggest thing about that radio show: is how how do, how can I make this make sense? Like, you know, and, and even as I went through phases of older music. So, like, if I got into 60s, obviously, initially, I got into psychedelic stuff. And then I got into deeper psychedelic 60s stuff. But then that exposed me somehow to, like, girl groups and bubblegum pop. Or, yeah. you know, and suddenly a bubblegum pop song is just as profound as the 15 minute psych song from three years before or from three years after actually and so like it all makes really good sense and it might just be my personal taste draws them together and i always just run off of that and like if it makes sense to others cool if not then i guess they're lost all right well i think i think we're coming up pretty long on this episode for you know it's been it's we're having a blast and we're just nothing bad we're just that just means we'll have to have you on again. And we're not done I, yet. I've been talking, talking, talking. I don't think we've gotten anything done. Are we finished? <laughs> um, I mean, you, we started this at, bullshit. what, 2.40? It's 4.20 almost? 4.20. Nice. Bro, you just wanted to say that. <laughs> no, but uh, I have a couple of questions that I might spawn off. So I thought maybe we should start this now. <laughs> yeah, let's do that now so that it's still light out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> um yeah, uh, uh, Ukiani on Twitter asks, "What's one mistake new producers make?" And that I guess just you could do just uh, keep that in the vaporwave scene. I guess if that makes it easier. Is that to me first? That's just to me? everybody. Yeah, I feel like I've been talking too much. That's perfect. Everyone else is on here, and I'm just as valid of opinion. <laughs> no, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I, I think I answered this. I forget what I said, <laughs> but uh, anybody. Want to go first? Last week, last show we talked about it, and it's like if you're new, like just do your thing and don't like try to make best friends with telepath because you make you know just because like <laughs> you make your way. You know what I'm saying? Don't like just don't. I don't know. Just like do your thing. I guess I, I hate when I get messages from people who are like, I want to be on Fantasy Deluxe because I started making Vaporwave like yesterday. I don't really know what it is, but here's this thing I made, and it's like um, you know, uh, 80s song slow down or something. <laughs> it cheapens it cheapens the experience it's just like yeah like just kind of be like t- 
take like I don't know, be anonymous and be like be an entity. Don't be like don't be a person. That probably sounds dumb, but yeah, maybe I, mean, I think it just means like lay low. Like I don't, if you come out of the woodwork like too cocky or too arrogant or something, it might hurt you. Yeah, like I don't know. I'm really tired, so I'm really not. I don't know. What I'm trying to <laughs> yeah, that's really good advice. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I feel like we definitely did talk about something like this. Yeah, last show we covered this like in depth. I think. <laughs> last talking show, last show you were on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what mistake a bigger a, a new producer could make. Uh, uh, that one was really spot on. Like, don't take yourself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because think about what it, in reality what you're actually doing. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you're just you're trading music with people who also care about the same thing. So um, don't try to be cooler than you are. Yeah, and let 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 that like define itself. Oh, and I think I think I might have said don't be too like thirsty. If you want it so bad <laughs> and you just want attention from somebody specifically. That it might crush you when you don't get it. Like, <laughs> you probably won't. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, you set your bar to, like, I don't know. That's life advice right that's there. That's true, yeah. That's pure life advice. Like, don't get your hopes up because you'll probably always get let down. That's great advice. You just advice. gotta, you know, work in your own way. And just I think make it one, happen. I think one thing, too, people try to get on labels, like, like, like people think labels are, like, the key to, like, yeah. being known or something. Like, really, if you just upload your shit and tag it on your own thing, like, you're fine. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, and that's coming from someone who, like, runs a quote-unquote label. I consider it a collective, but <laughs> it's like, I, like I, I got farther just putting shit on my new Type 420 page than I did doing that, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah it really depends on your, on what you're doing. For yeah. instance, if you're on Twitter too, then you have a whole different mm-hmm. group of people that you can interact with in a different way that you can present it. If you're only on Facebook, that's one way. If you're only on Discogs, that's another way. So like <clears throat> uh Yeah, I lost I lost my train of thought. <laughs> that's fine. Um let's see another one. At retrieval core. Oh I have a good one more. Okay, go ahead. A mistake. Don't submit to Alanthus. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Some people might say that because boy, did I get terrible at responding to people this calendar year. <laughs> like, I'm sorry to anyone who might be listening that sent me something. I got so caught up with the actual releases that were <laughs> spotted by people that I already knew that, like, I just fell behind and I'm. I just get behind. I like how you said this calendar year as opposed to this fiscal year. No, yeah, last year was fine. It was just like this year is just like I I can't even get to it, and it's not it's not their fault. It's it's just I'm sorry. (laughs) It seems like every week somebody that I already had an established relationship with was like, "Hey, I have this thing ready. What do you think?" And I was really into it. And like last month was all these people I've been working with for years and years. Like last month was so amazing. Everybody I worked with last month was. Somebody that I've worked with on some level since like 2010, and it's it was it was like cool for me for that reason. But um, yeah. What was the the one mistake? I forget. Yeah. Yeah, I lost it. I don't know. Don't, don't start, <laughs> I guess it's just don't send. I don't know. Yeah, well, we, oh shit! I'm you got You don't don't be inauthentic. 
I, I mean, I know if, if you come up now and you make your first Vaporwave record, you're obviously, you know, using others as influence to a strong degree. Otherwise, you wouldn't be making music that way. But don't, don't, uh, uh, I don't know, just be authentic. Be true to yourself. It, you have I to feel listen like to tell if it's if it's just cheap, if it's just like, oh, I can slow this down and then it's, it does sound great. Yeah, sure. But it, it might sound uninspired. I agree with that. Cause I think a lot of people, when I see new vaporwave artists, you'll almost see like, like, like parts of this artist and parts of that artist and parts of this dude. And like, he takes all of them and puts them together to make his own new thing. And that's great and cool and everything, but like differentiate yourself like a little bit, you know, like find just, something and kind of like, Add some personal, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, uh, you gotta have a reason why you're doing that. If you're mm-hmm. just slowing things down because that's what you do, well, if you if you're making an album, you've ever thought to yourself like, can't wait to release this because it'll be funny, then maybe <laughs> maybe not the yeah, best I intentions. Like humor, <laughs> I don't like humor in, in in art to a certain extent. Like, I don't like parody stuff. No, um, like I, I can't... like you. I love humor. I like, like to I you know, like joke humor. around and I'll put like either a goofy sound or some sort of funny like sample where you listen to it and go like, wow, I can't believe they kind of threw that in there, but it works. <laughs> or like sure. the mashup album, which is kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Parody Vaporwave albums, I've never, I don't think I've, there's a single one that I'm like, yeah, this no, is I don't good. Da- I don't download those. Yeah. There's one that I like. There's one that I kind of like, but it's only because like Nimesh is on it or something. It's like a St. Pepsi Oh, one. the macro, the... St. Pete's yeah. macro, uh, lacrosse and um, blank goofy thing, right? That's that's way so auto. And then, oh yeah, what is, that's I don't know if I'm a, a revealing something I shouldn't, but that record is mesh and auto. Yeah, I think lacrosse. Oh yeah, I think I knew or, that. Lacrosse is auto, isn't it? I don't Am know. Am I right? I don't know. But, not, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty I sure just, it is. But but if you like know the person behind Otto, like he's like really goofy like that, and it makes a lot of sense that he would make a record like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're like, <laughs> you know, I, I could I be meant, wrong though. Something's making me question that statement. I meant like if you release an album and you're like, this is ironic for me to release. Like vaporwave is a joke. Look at me releasing an album, hmm. and I'm like, eh. isn't there? Like a label yeah. doing that now, like releasing a bunch of parody shit. Like, is it? It's not Twin Pines, but it's like Twin something something. No, they're I great. Don't I don't think they're parody. Do you? No, I, I, just... I might be getting them confused. There's some label like just posting in the Vaporwave Cassette Club. That's like, I don't know. They, I don't know what really what it is. I don't listen. I haven't listened to it, but they like they took us like a surfing cover and reworked it or something. Twin Pines is half of Bogus Collective with Air Jordans, who I just released for last week. Oh, Air Jordans is the shit. Yeah, and they're I love their stuff. And yes, they do they touch on Tumblewave a little bit, but I, I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like their stuff is pretty authentic, or at least I've read it that way, and I download it that way, and I release their work that way as authentic. Um, that could be getting really mixed good. Um, I could see how it could be perceived that way though, because they put out a ton. I don't think it's Twin Pines, though. I think I'm getting that. I gotta get it getting that confused somewhere else. I'm trying is to it the Power it. Lunch one? Maybe it's Power Lunch. They're the Maybe ones who keep spamming that the name subreddit. A lot. What's that? I, I think that's the one. Yeah, no, it is. Power Lunch. Power Lunch. Yeah, that's the one. It's it's like, I haven't listened to it, but it's just, it just, I just, it looks, I don't know. I just don't get it. Like, I don't know. 
there's a thing. There's the mistake. Uh, when I see Power Lunch stuff, it seems like a corporate promo. Like, I guess now that I'm looking at the whole page, it kind of makes sense. But, like, when I would just see, like, just their covers, it just seemed like it's a, it seemed like Parody Wave or something. You know, like, oh, they're making fun of this with, like, making a new album. Like, okay, I, I get it. You know, like, or I don't get it or something. I don't know. It just never really. I sound like a dick, but it never interested me. <laughs> I think I I think my thoughts of it, I see them, like, a post on Facebook will seem very promote Yeah, yeah. You know? And yeah. I don't know. If I come off that way, please somebody tell me. I don't think but so. Like, no, you don't. Um, no, you never do. I actually, just, you're all, everything you post seems like authentic. I try to take a note. Yeah, from definitely. You. Yeah. I try to be authentic because, uh, like I said, I, I I apply a personal association to each of these albums. I listen to the Atlantis albums more than anything else because I actually listen to them in full repeatedly. Like when I'm at home, I'll I'll, I'll put them on. I'll I'll put all the records that we have coming out on and. I might have listened to a record like 30 times before I release it. And so, um, yeah, I don't... Why do I keep losing my train of thought today? (laughs) Seriously, that's like the sixth time. Didn't you have a monster earlier? I had a monster earlier, but it was just in a place of coffee. Quick question. What's that label that does... Is it like Macintosh 100 or something that does like all Perry albums? Macintosh. I thought that was called called Macintosh. Called Mac you, Plus MAC. Um, <laughs> I did a track for one of the comps. Yeah, like I that, that one's almost like I don't know. That one's that I, one I, is like shit posting. Yeah, label. yeah. There like yeah. nothing even is like if, if an album releases, it's going to be like we did. Vaporwave is dead too, which is like all Scatman samples, and that was. <laughs> That was back when I was like kind of cool with all these people. It was really funny. And first I, stop creating by Oscar, Toy Story three, James Ferraro. They, some, some of them got really mean though. I that, I hate that. I, I genuinely I can use the word hate. I hate that where someone will put uh, an album cover with like Microsoft Paint scribbled over it, and then call it the same thing by the same artist, and then the album will be like seventeen. 30-second songs of nonsense. I, yeah. I don't like that. I think it... I, I get... I don't know. I don't even yeah, know if I get it, against... I give it too much credit service. if I, I say I get... I supposed to delete those, aren't they? Like, if you have the exact same name. No, like... it's it's never the same, though. It won't even sound... Like, it'll be, like, Mac Plus, and then it'll have, like, Red Scribble on it. And then it won't even be anything remotely close to the record. It, it'll be a bunch of, like... Video game sounds for yeah. Like, there's, there's literally an album on here where the first track is called Yeah, the second track is called Who, and they're each one second long, and that's it. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, like it could be funny time. when we did the like the Scatman collab thing where it was all Scatman kind of shit posting sample songs, and that we came together and kind of, it was funny and none of, you know, it wasn't serious, so we all kind of had a laugh. But sometimes it's it can get mean too when they do like, like parodies of other people who exist and like. But like there's fi- fuckboy albums. Uh, I don't. I'm not familiar, but <laughs> they 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 just like pick an artist that has like Twitter beef or something like that with people, and then make an album called So and So is a fuckboy. Oh yeah, then, like, yeah. Oh yeah, it's in the Wolfenstein ones and everything. Is that what that is? Okay. I think that for a while they were doing ones with like uh, Wolf and because they, uh, they did Young Bay and they did someone oh, did else. 
<laughs> and it's like, you know, just a fun once lot again, of that's a case fun. where a person was just like really nice to me. So I have no yeah. reason. That's the thing, yeah. Like nobody, if, if, like nobody's ever like been malicious to me in vaporwave. Like I don't, I, like Oscar was cool. I don't know a problem with him, but like, um, I, like I don't get why people do go out of the way to make full albums with people like just to make fun of somebody. It's like the biggest waste of time like ever. Yeah, 100%. I think it might be a youth culture thing. Yeah, that, no, it's that, gotta be. Like, you get home from seventh grade and like you know download. Uh, the thing is, list. it's funny because sometimes they're older, and it makes me so sad because sometimes <laughs> the, I was in, recently in an argument. Someone called this this particular person called me unprofessional and i was like wait a second aren't you the same person who made <laughs> fake cyberbully twitter accounts and you're like 28 so i don't know my dude like oh my god like, if you're still on that tip when you're at 28 then i think you have bigger problems and people should be parroting you or will be seriously <laughs> yeah these oh, people I'm aren't the, the best right. to hang around the ones who do this if you ever find if someone ever like you can have your opinions on people and dislike or hate whoever, but like if you ever find yourself like contributing to something that's like cyberbullying someone, even if you don't like them, it's not a good thing. You should probably look and be like, "What am I doing?" Yeah. If people, yeah, I, I imagine if I did this stuff in high school, <laughs> I, oh, I imagine the people that were mean to me like wouldn't have been on that wavelength of the internet to even find it. But, like, if I did what I do now in high school, I feel like, and and if their weapon of choice was to recontextualize it themselves, people would have tore me apart. You know what I mean? And I don't know. It's foolish. I don't yeah. think you should do that. I mean. That's the one. Here, here's a new thing. Something new artists shouldn't do. One mistake. Um, they shouldn't instantly join a faction, which is weird that I even have to say that. that there are factions in this place. Wait, what's well, my bad? I was going. Who's a faction? Just like people, the groups of people who like. Oh, there's like yeah, crews, factions, yeah. crews. I mean, I guess. Like, there's the Dream Catalog crew, the Business Cat, Business Cash crew, there's like the Pool House crew. I mean, those like, are labels, uh, but I mean, like, specifically, like groups of friends who do like maliciously hate each other, and it's like this is not fun. Oh, uh, it seems like all those people are like the ones who like if you go if like if you get followed by someone with like a um. With a picture of like a Japanese screenshot of like an old video or like uh, some furry anime thing, and they're, usually, they're probably like involved in like these, <laughs> and shit posting and meme or like bad memes and shit like that. I think it might be that might be meme culture in itself, like uh, just faux sincerity and extreme irony and. Well, I feel like that can be done tastefully, and it can also be done aggressively. Yeah, yeah. aggressive. Like I think I've tastefully approached that topic throughout my work over the years. Like yeah. years ago, I I like an album might have had a whole song in it. You know what I mean? And the whole point of it was, I can put this entire song in the middle of this, and that's hilarious. Yeah. And I found value in that. But if all of my records were just mixtapes, passed off as my own. It would get old really fast, you know? Or, like, uh, a new idea I, I just had yesterday was the next time I perform live, I want to make a Vaporwave song as, as, the, as, the, as the set. Just make... I just want to, like, get on stage, have my computer plugged into the PA, sit, like, sideways to the audience, take a source, take a source song, do what I do to it, 
and then play the final song at the end of the set and that be my whole performance. So you would have like moments of dead silence. You would have moments of me like checking back and forth, things playing at the same time. Like you would have that whole process. And I think that would be, I personally think that would be a terrific uh, a performance piece, uh, almost as a more conceptual art piece and a commentary on things. I've, I've commented on Vaporwave through its whole time so far in my work that's what new figure variety was a project of that and like uh, i'd like to perform live where i just make a song for the entire performance but um i don't know i just think there's a bit of authenticity to something if you understand why you're doing it and what you're doing and the purpose of it but if you just yeah don't just be don't be silly do stupid don't be a goofball yeah, and, and and there's a certain level of goofball that's good, but don't be a, yeah, I don't know the word for it. Don't be mean. Yeah, don't be mean. Yeah, good. <laughs> I, did, to... I did a performance like three years ago where I, I just, um, I trucked three giant CR, uh, old style TVs, like the big ones. I, I like these three huge TVs in and put them on stage and then I just turned them on and they were fuzzy and I turned off all the lights and I just went to the fridge in the venue and got a beer and sat down and just started watching the blank TVs <coughs> and it, the room was dead silent. There's about 40 people there, you know, and um, we're all sitting there and it was dead silent and Eventually, my buddy Sean turned to me and he said, what, do you want us to just sit and talk or something? And I said, yes, that's the whole idea. And we started talking and then everybody else started talking. And slowly, the entire room turned into a room of people having a conversation with one another. And the point of that was that like the time we waste spending watching television with people, we could actually be conversing with them and sharing ideas and I was trying to show people like how much time we waste in front of televisions. But as Dude, that ended genius, like fucking A. Thanks. Like, yeah. If you ever want to do that in Detroit, I know a perfect place I would love to fucking have you. My house. I would honestly, <laughs> I would love that. Um, so I'm sorry, go ahead. But damn, that's fucking sweet. Well, it it gets even sweeter because as the set ended, first of all, halfway through the perform uh, halfway through the set, one of the TVs like died. I didn't plan on this, but the TV just shut off, and I thought that was great. But then, <laughs> as it all ended, and I went, I walked on stage and turned off the TVs, and I turned to the people, and I just said, like, the time we spend in front of these, we could be talking to one another. Don't forget that. And then, as that went on, the room stayed relatively silent. And then, actually, it was Brandon Locker. If you guys are familiar with Brandon Locker at all? No. He's look up Brandon Locker, L O C H E R. He is my biggest inspiration and a true personal friend in real life and um just a real big inspiration to me. He's from Johnstown, but he, he lives in New York City now. But um he went on stage and he still had his like MIDI controller and stuff set up and he started just playing this really ambient stuff over the silence of the room that I created. And then as that started happening, these there's these like 
there were these like older hippies that came up and I mean that in the truest sense of the word they came up and started playing bongos and then this another older lady came up and started like while Brandon's playing this like like I don't even know how to describe what he makes it sounds like machines running or something like that and they're playing the bongos this lady in like her 50s goes on stage just grabs the mic and starts singing Doors lyrics as poems and it's like screaming Jim Morrison in front of everybody. And then eventually, like, Brandon's music got more elaborate, and the, the bongos got more elaborate, and she's screaming, and everyone's, like, <laughs> dancing. And, like, eventually it turned into this, like, room of just people just acting as humans and just doing weird things with no precedent. They weren't watching a rock band or watching a performance piece. They were just doing stuff. And... I remember there was a point where we were all like, and Brandon kind of spearheaded this, like we all just like started like swinging our arms around and we were like making animal sounds and we were just like, <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. and we're all, like making these ridiculous sounds and we're living, you know, like we were just like, Dude, that's fucking dope. That's awesome. Thanks. <laughs> so it's like, it, it all came from me making everybody sit in silence <laughs> and the set was 21 minutes. I wanted it to be 21 minutes because that's oh, wow. Time of programming is in a half-hour TV show, mm-hmm. so nine minutes are commercials, twenty-one minutes are program, and I had a half-hour set. So I said, for twenty-one minutes, I'm going to turn out the lights and we're going to stare at these blank TVs and I'm going to make these people fucking talk to each other. And by the end of the night, we were all acting like animals. <laughs> Dude, was- that's some revolutionary shit. I'm not gonna fucking lie. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. I really wish I was there. I wish you were too. It was cool. Like that sounds amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I think that's the perfect story to go out on. <laughs> you can't really top that one. You can't even top it. It was good. I just lived there. I, did anybody else just completely picture it? Like the entire oh, thing? Yeah. 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 I actually have a video of it. How? Like, all my how, how ironic. Even video, I'm gonna sit in front of the video and watch. I'm going to watch people watch your things telling us not to watch the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was That's so thing. meta. That was like, it was like in that era, like right around 2011, 2013, where like we wanted to stream everything to connect like internet with real life and stuff like that. And so we were having like showcases of different artists who were converging at different cities and having shows. And then people were live streaming their shows. And, um, that was that was why I have a recording of that, and it's because I think I, I feel like I might have dreamed it online, but maybe I didn't. I don't remember. <laughs> maybe I didn't. The album could come out tomorrow or in two months. <laughs> tomorrow or five hundred million years from now. Yeah. Know. <laughs> well, Scott, thank you for joining us. Kind of like the explosion of, of the sun. Scott, thank you for being here. It was another great episode. Of course, thank you. I'm sorry I felt like I talked so much. That's that's why we so love much. it, though. We love exactly. it. Exactly, exactly. Thank you. It's um, beautiful. You got anything to plug while we're on our way out? I have anything to plug. Um, yeah, what's anything? Well, I'm going. I don't know. I'll talk to Vito in private probably and see if we want to present my record if he's into it. I'm um, super excited about that. Thank you. Um, if we want to present that more anonymously or if you want to present it as another one of my projects very deliberately 
So um, whether you know or not, I'll have, I'll hopefully be sending something DMT VCRs way soon. Sweet. Um, I'm sitting on tons of stuff that I'd like to make like four different records out of, but we'll see what time gives me. And Atlantis will have a record. This is pretty ridiculous. Um, no one. It's it's called Chill Chill Wizard and and Bicol Molten, but it's really. <laughs> oh, I saw that. That's in the sidebar, right? Yeah, it is. So like, there's a there's a vaporwave record coming on Atlantis either next week or the week after, probably. That just it literally sounds like you're remembering vaporwave while you're trapped inside of a cave. <laughs> it, it just is so it like just pulls you deeper and deeper as the minutes go on and so that record's coming up uh soon i haven't nailed down the release date with that yet but as soon as we do everyone will know and um that's kind of it right now i want to i want to work with my friend alan who was the other half of bp golf back in 2011 with we, me this guy you were talking about the other day on facebook yeah was, I yeah yeah, and so I was gonna say to you, like he he got a Mac recently, and he's like, okay, now I'm ready to make music together again. He's a really particular guy, but he's like really great and an extremely talented musician, uh, guitarist and producer especially, and um, and singer and writer. But he got a new Mac and instantly started making music that reminded me a lot of 3D Blast, and then just like <laughs> was just incredible, and so. He and I want to do some stuff once this semester ends and the summer starts. We want to start collaborating a little more. And I don't know what direction that'll go. Um, it could go really weird and noisy or it could go really poppy. Like I'm really interested in a little more hi-fi stuff and I'm interested in some singing lately. I just like how so, every everything every time you talk about anything it's like you know it could go either this way or the <laughs> polar opposite of this way <laughs> yeah exactly. literally which is awesome because it just keeps everything open we're just we're it just, is we're just living this baby to see what happens I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with him and i have a i have a split i'm sitting on with c scott and the bell tones right now um we've been sitting on it since like oh jeez, like Somewhere around December, or mm. we made it. It was another live take, like 40 minutes. Um, I want to find a tape label to put that out, because I, I don't want to like make a big thing out of that project, Unpronounceable Symbols. I just want to like have a tape of this really weird stuff and then just let it be at that. But um, hopefully over the summer I'll find a home for that. I want to clean it up a little bit too before I present it to anybody. But I think that's really, that's really it. I graduate college for the second time in three weeks. <laughs> Dude, <Awesome>. Congratulations! <laughs> so yeah, that's where I'm at. That's that's really. Um, Andrew can probably really relate to this. That's just where a lot of my time spent is work and school. So yeah, and I'm still at it. And you, yeah, the real plug, go back and and get all the albums we've released this year <laughs> seriously because i've noticed like like our, our our stats are down a bit and i feel like we've released some of the best music we have since the last time we released music i guess it always feels that <laughs> way 
just like damn like this stuff's so good and i feel like a lot of people are 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 sleeping on it so check into that there's a lot of really good stuff lately awesome awesome very cool Vito, anything um, someone's supposed to release on Monday. I've had two people say that they want that date, and they say it's not ready. They sound so, so passive-aggressive, like somebody in the call. <laughs> someone's supposed to release on Monday. <laughs> no. Sorry, no, I'll there's get no one person that I'm like, at. It's just like, man, keep people keep wanting that date and then saying it's not ready. So I don't know who, if anyone... I'm hoping I have something, because this has been a super slow month. We've only had, um... Well, I mean, we had my split with Virtual Reality Deluxe. Oh, I was wondering if that was you. Yeah, I was my oh, Game Jack moderator mo- moniker. And moderator, that cool. yeah. Sunkissed Spirit. I uh, like that record a lot. What's that? I'm sorry. I like that record a lot. I'm sorry I'm interrupting oh, you. I just oh, I no, wanted no. to ask you today if that was half you. Yep, second half awesome. was... I really like Virtual Reality Deluxe. He's been he's done that was his third album now with VCR. I just discovered him within this year, so he's like one of the new 2017 batch. Which there's quite a few. I'd say we have maybe like 10 to 12 new artists just this year. We'll um, play it. We'll but, play a track from it at the end. Nice, nice. Um, oh, but at the end of this month, the 29th, we're gonna have the return of Haircuts for Men. Woo! It's been I think it's been almost. I think it's been a little over six months since the last time he's been on. So this is I'm excited for this one. Um, I don't really have a title for it because I haven't translated the Japanese yet. I don't know what to call it. But a, a something EP with five, five tracks. Super, super good. Classic HFM vibes. That's about it. I've been taking kind of a break on Through the City, but just because I haven't listened to enough um, city pop lately. And that's kind of how I make new EPs of that. But I'm going to definitely get restarted on that within May and June. So hopefully new EPs in that. And then I'll have something for my follow-up on Alanthus, hopefully, by June or July. Oh, that'd be great. I want to say that my project for you is really inspired by Through the City. I think you know that personally already because we've talked about it. You said it was cruise-related. I I knew. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Sorry to interrupt again. Oh, Oh, no, I was done. (laughs) Perfect. Fancy Deluxe, your return is imminent. Yeah, I got the uh, split coming out with um, trademarks and copies and veto and waterfront right. soon. And then nice. uh, on May 3rd, on new masterpiece, uh, I'm going to have a track on the, uh, it's called, it's, no, it's Memory Lane Remixes. So I'm going to be on there with like Vapor, Golden Living Room, Chunking Mansions, Picari, oh, cool. Haircuts nice. for Men, Arthur, Arthur Yamamoto. So Alrighty. that's... May third. Artie, um, he's your uncle. Oh, <laughs> no! I've worked with Artie. Working with Artie, good, I've worked with Artie. Artie is a good. Me and Artie did a really good track together. So that'll be out May third, and then um, soon, as soon as they get the tapes delivered, Strangers Once Lovers will be available. Yeah, Lux and Pearl White. So look out. Ooh, Pearl Artie White, gold one. So whatever. <laughs> That's the original one. So those are probably worth more. V rare must collect. But the new ones are going to be pro dubbed. So that's oh, cool. they're gonna shit. sound they're gonna sound awesome. So, hey, I want to so. say that you sent me two copies of Penn's Woods. Yeah, and um, I actually never opened my copy. I don't know if that's good or bad for you to hear. No, that's awesome. I, I mean, I, I like whatever. Because I know what it sounds like. You know, word. <laughs> I made it. So, and, but I did open another one, 
to see it, and I gave it to a friend who is not involved in any of this at all, but we've been friends since middle school, and his big things are, you know, VHS, old television, old media, all those oh, things. Oh, nice. And so I turned him on to Vaporwave about a year, like two years ago, and he really dug it without digging into it. Like, he just oh, like, dude, that's really cool. likes it on an objective level. And he recently moved to Atlanta, and um, like a real serious like adult move to another place for work. And mm -hmm. as his going away gift, I gave him Penn's Woods. Oh, nice. dude, that's awesome. So Those oh, tapes yeah. really travel around. It's kind of I know, weird. it's so cool. You made so many of them. I know, there was a hundred of them or something. It's kind of insane. That's oh, the most nice. tapes I've, I've made out of any run. That was the, that was the biggest one. I mean, really at once, you know, that was, that was huge. It means a lot to me. Cause no, it means a lot to me, man. It was really cool to release that. It was, like, it was an honor. It was awesome. It went really well. So people still um, were looking to buy them. I saw someone post on the cassette club or, like the other day. They wanted to buy them. So I thought that was pretty cool. That, it's that a really is... awesome tape. Thank you. <clears throat> and it looks great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Uh, We've done it. Well, yeah. Samir, so... you don't have anything to plug, <laughs> do you? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, right. I want to hear I'll... Samir. I'll be on the next episode of 3D Cat. Yo, we don't even know that for sure because you're kind of getting annoyed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, me and Samir are working on, well, specifically Samir is in this first thing. Um, there is a Comfort Zone YouTube channel, and me, I'm looking to start filming a show. And Samir will, I think Samir is my first episode. I'm not going to say what it is exactly until it's out. But uh, I guess I can say it. It's some sort of travel show, <laughs> so it's gonna oh. be it's gonna be kind of like a vapor wavy tr local travel show. That's kind of comedy. Um, Are you gonna go to like Miami and the Maldives and stuff? Yeah, I'm gonna travel around <laughs> the world. <laughs> no, um, it's gonna be like uh, it's not gonna kind of be comedy. It's going to be comedy, hopefully. 3D um, cast on location. Yeah, it's well. I think the the, the show um the show name. Uh, it's called Destination Dearborn. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Is that going to be on uh, public access? That'd be sweet. I'll talk to them. I'll see what I can do. But, That's uh, what PZA did. Yeah, Does I know, I know. Public access still exists? Mm-hmm, I think so. Like, think do places so. still have that? Yeah. Really? I think so. Oh, yeah. We have I'm it. I'm, like, really in disbelief. I didn't realize. <laughs> it's just super underfunded. Yeah. Right. Course. Um, but yeah, we're looking to start filming eventually. I know that now that I say it, it'll probably never happen. <laughs> but I really want to. I'm, really, I'm really inspired to do it. It'll be fun. We so, got it. Don't worry. I'll so a vaporwave travel show called Destination Dreamer. That sounds fucking crazy. I can't wait. To I'll talk it. about it when we're off air more specifically. Some just some what I've been batting around in my head. So yeah, we'll um we'll catch you guys everybody later. Um, I don't know why. I don't know where the hell this outro came from. We'll catch you guys, everybody, later. Guys, <laughs> yeah, um, everybody. Thanks for listening. This is Three Cast. Make sure to you know tweet about it, talk about it, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you want. Share it. I'll vote this on the Reddit because no one ever does. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you what: if you've listened, if you listen, if you've listened this far, tweet me, and you'll get a special prize. Ooh, tweet! I'll tweet you back. That's it. No, I'm just What's the kidding. hashtag? Uh, I don't I know. It. Just tweet hashtag me sheets. Sheets. Yeah. <laughs> sheets. Tweet me at with sheets. With a Z. With a Z. S-H-E-E-T-Z. Hashtag. 
and I'll send you something. <laughs> sheets shame. <laughs> Special exclusions. Vito, part. that's the record name. Hashtag sheets shame. <laughs> it probably won't be the real thing. I gotta make it more cool than that. Alright, let's get out of here. We're gonna play a song, I think, from Vito's thing or something. I think. What are we doing? Oh, from, um, that's right. You, want, you should do something from the virtual reality deluxe side, just because you do the first track, August. Okay. You need a link? I can get it in a second. For sure. All right. I like how we broke the fourth wall in this big time. How did, we, how did we break the fourth wall in a show that's, a pot, that's about reality? <laughs> I just, this like, not being aware of our transitions and talking about oh. them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do like, here. We don't want to. I have to pee. Yeah, this show is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, the show goes all over the place. That's kind of yeah, this, the whole thing. Today, I feel like we didn't have a single topic that we even addressed. <laughs> I think we, the four of us, five of us, however many of us are here, four of us just literally sat in bullshit for a whole That afternoon. was the plan. I, the plan was, the agenda today was no agenda. That's <laughs> what, what I said to Vito last week. I said, I just want to bullshit with you for 30 minutes, you know, for however 30 long. minutes, he said. <laughs> it's five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> This, this episode, is what it's like talking to me. This episode could be 30 <laughs> minutes. It could be six hours. Exactly. All right. You never know. Everyone, I was out for the whole afternoon. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I could be done by three. I could be done by ten. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two or so weeks or something. Bless. Bless. With Blank Banshee. With Blank Banshee. Bless up. Skadoosh. <laughs>
Doing this so much, I want to do. This more do you want to? You want to join our Facebook group and we schedule it? You, if, you know, if you're around yeah. every Saturday, yeah. I would love that. Become I a rego. What's that? Become a regular dude on the cast. I would like that because um, you did. It, it seems like today it was very clear that I just I had nothing specific to say and I just kind of like bullshit with everybody. I think I sent you an invite on Facebook. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Let me get, let me ask, has it been, can you notice that I haven't been on Facebook as much? Well, ever since I've known you, you've always kind of been the weekends kind of guy. Really? Okay. I, mean, I was since... hoping it would still translate that way to everybody. Because yeah, all you're like really missing a, is a few I don't feel like you've been absent at all. It's like, okay. yeah, if, if I ever message you during the week, it's usually you'll hit me back either like really late or just on the weekends, and that's what I expect. I don't think anything... Nothing bad. Yeah, I just get I just get to it once I have everything. Yeah, done. I think that's fine. Okay, cool. I want to make sure because I didn't want it to. Honestly, I didn't want me like not being on Facebook as much to affect Alanthus or the community in general. You know what I mean? Like, no, no. not that I'm that important to it, but like, I don't want it to seem like somebody left. No, I know what you mean. I know that feeling. There... It definitely doesn't feel that way with you. Yeah, there okay. were some questions we we just skipped. Really? Can Scott suck? <laughs> oh, yeah, questions. Can Scott suck? Also, chain of hierarchy and vapes. Your thoughts? Can Scott suck? Yeah. I don't know, but it's spelled like S-U-C-C. It's some internet thing that I really don't know if it's good or bad. Is that like asking if someone's gay? I think it just, I don't know what it means. I think, I was going to skip it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could. Really I don't know if I conceptually suck. Maybe to some people, Can't. I don't personally suck. <laughs> uh, and uh, hierarchy of vaporwave, no such thing. That's what I was thinking. And which album on Atlantis, in your opinion, is the most underrated? Sun. Sun. Yeah. Tight. Thanks. Sun. For, that's from Roxbury. What's with an EP from Sun? It was the first release of twenty. 16. Uh, it was a good friend of mine from Johnstown, but he lives in Colorado now. An exceptional dude. Um, th that record could be 
on vinyl from a major outlet easily. Hmm. He spent like two years making it, and it has like 30 downloads. What's your favorite? It's fucking... Wow, oh, sorry. I was just moving on to it. Yeah, so like, check out the What's Within EP from Sun. It comes right before Marvel Girls and right after. Uh, yeah, it's right before Marvel Girl. Cool. It says, "What's your favorite vegetable that is not the color green?" Oh, <laughs> sweet potato. No, I I I had a stomach virus once, and I ate a whole raw sweet potato on oh the ride when I started to feel sick, and then when I finally did become sick all that sweet potato and oh no sweet potatoes <laughs> ruined for life sweet yeah. mashed yeah, potato. I'm, done. I'm done on sweet <laughs> potatoes i don't know maybe carrots that's an easy answer i like carrots um <laughs> and then there's one from my friend jake longley i think let's let samir answer this one to go out on the after show we ha- we do record this little bit at the end um, yeah station two how samir ready yeah how would yeah. you? This is from Jake Longley. You know him. You love him. Yeah. How would you kill Adam Sandler's hit character Billy Madison? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody could chime in. I'd introduce him to the Rick and Morty universe and then see what happens. Ooh. Ooh. Samir, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna need your answer. I'd, I'd show him, uh, Jack and Jill, his hit new movie. As I, I tell him, I hear this is like, what will happen. That, to you. Yeah, I'll say that you are Adam Sandler. This is the movie, and this is another movie you're gonna make, and we'll, it'll go from there. We'll see what happens. And he'll just hate himself so much he'll end it all. No, that's, I'm not playing anything. The, the question is, how would you kill him? Oh, I throw a. I'd wrap him in a poster of Jack and Jill, and I'd say you did this. You did this to yourself. I thought you. I thought you were gonna say, "How would you kill him?" Oh yeah, I'd throw a rock at his face. <laughs> throw a boulder on him. That's what we do here, everybody. What a show! Throw rocks. We throw what? rocks. Rock. Robot. Rock. <laughs>